0: Welcome to You here, Big Girls, Attack on Titan podcast. I'm Mom Taku,
1: And I'm Luna. And this month, we're happy to have guests from the Attack on Titan wiki team, Lai and Nitaku. Welcome. Hi, happy to be here.
2: Hi.
1: <laughs> hey, guys. So can you uh, talk a little bit about what you
3: guys do on the wiki? I'm one of the wiki's five administrators. And generally what I do is I monitor the discussion and forums, and I've also edit pages. Lately, if you've been on the Attack on Titan wiki and you've been reading the episode summaries of Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2, all those summaries were written and screenshotted by me, so my work's been been pretty prominent recently.
1: And what about you, Neat? What is uh, your job?
2: I, too, am an admin on the wiki, and I do... Basically, just random edits. I don't have a set thing like Lai does when it comes to writing summaries. I usually write the new information for individual character pages. So, like, I'm the one who updated Aaron's page this month about what he did in 119. <laughs> Itaku is also the one responsible for most of those list of character
3: appearances that you see at the bottom of the <laughs> anime and, hey, and manga page. It, that is primarily his work. That is true.
0: So I'll just repeat what HK47 said. He was one of the Reddit mods when I announced that you all were going to be our guests this month. He said that um, he called you guys next level beasts and said it was amazing. And I agree with that. I mean, the wiki is something as a meta writer that I use all the time, but I actually know very little about the people behind it or how it's operated. So I'm really looking forward to the Q&A later in the podcast where we'll be able to ask you guys some questions. But let's get into our manga discussion now. Uh, let's start with this month's chapter impressions, and maybe Rune. Maybe you would go first.
3: All right. Well, it, I really like this chapter because I mean it was very busy. There was a there was a lot going on. I really like that the older brother younger brother parallel that they ran through the chapter. I hadn't actually realized that we had three pairs of brothers in this series mm-hmm. until this chapter, and I realized, like, wow, there's so much of a older brother, younger brother dynamic going through here, and how each of their relationships are different. We might not necessarily know exactly what Aaron and Zeke's relationship is at this point, but... Falco and Colt's relationship has always been pretty evident and it was nice for Porco to finally realize why he never got to go to paradise it was nice that uh, after wanting to see his brother's memories so long he finally got that chance and there and in addition to that I mean the stakes were really high Zeke actually used his scream Falco transformed we lost uh, Nile and Pixis. presumably we don't see them transform but they're presumably running around there as Titans and I mean, Colt died. And, and of course there's the ending, <laughs> which I'm a little skeptical about uh, sticking, but still you know, it was a very nice cliffhanger shot.
0: <laughs> and what about you, Nate? What was your chapter impressions?
2: Well, for a chapter called brothers older and younger, I saw a suspicious lack of Connie and his brother, Martin. <laughs> 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 but, uh, I thought I liked this chapter pretty well, too. I liked it a bit less than the previous two uh, that were set in this battle for reasons that we can get into. But for the most part, I thought it was pretty solid. In no small part because the uh, spinal fluid actually did come into play because I've mentioned this before, I was a bit skeptical that Isayama would would actually follow through with that. I thought that might just be something that he sort of writes himself out of, like he comes up with an excuse for why the spinal fluid doesn't work. I thought he'd kind of write himself out of that. So I'm glad that that did happen. That's a big thing. Yeah, I thought was, I thought it was fun. Probably my, I have probably just two big complaints about it, which sort of drag it down a bit for me, which we can get into in depth later.
1: Can you mention them now a little bit? Like what was the worst about this chapter for you?
2: One thing I didn't like was Galliard's death which we do, we could get into much more in-depth when we actually discussed the chapter in depth, but mm. I thought it would have been much better for it to be Reiner, who actually did get eaten by, by Falco. And I like Reiner much more than Galliard, but I think that would have been the perfect end to his character arc for him to actually sacrifice himself to save Falco, and I was disappointed that that didn't happen.
0: I think a lot of people felt that way. I mean, looking at the poll results right now, we asked the question, who would you have preferred Falco to eat of the two? And I've been really surprised at how close that is. At this point, it's a 49-51 split. You are by no means alone in feeling, you know, maybe a little dissatisfied with that.
2: Yay!
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Luna?
1: Um, I remember when I saw the first leaks, which was like the final couple of panels. And I was doing my little victory dance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 But then I saw the rest of the chapter. And I think uh I spent the whole afternoon crying and feeling numb.
0: <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, I think this chapter was the most emotional I've seen you.
1: Yeah, this um this one was not a good chapter for me. I kind of, I don't know, it's in a good It's also in a good way that I'm so emotionally attached again, because I haven't felt that in a really long time. I felt very disconnected from all the characters. It was just kind of like one thing followed by another big thing followed by, you know, he just put everything in one chapter. And he just went all out with this one. I have to think back about the interview (laughs) he did for the SNK final exhibit. Uh, where he said he wants to phenomenally hurt his readers.
2: Oh, (laughs) I remember that.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, mission accomplished. Isayama, (laughs) mission accomplished. Well, he's been doing that to me for a long time, so it's kind (laughs) of... I don't want to say... I mean, I'm sorry it's happening to you now, but I don't think anyone watching this series is going to be left unscathed.
1: The thing is, this is such a weird series because you're almost happy when your favorite character dies because then Isayama cannot hurt you anymore. like. (laughs) It's done. Like, who wants their favorite character die? What 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 kind of parallel universe is this? What have you done to us, Isayama? <laughs> oh, I I feel like like all the depression rates are going up after this chapter. <laughs> oh, he's a madman. He is a sociopath. I don't know how to feel about him. Like, I love him, <laughs> but I hate him at the same time. Like, this is this was a really good chapter, even though you know the first day i read it i felt a little emotional about it it's in hindsight a very very good chapter even though there were some inconsistencies more so than we've ever seen before yeah for me um when i first saw it i thought this is going to be the chapter that everyone will talk about when the series has ended like i felt like this was a very um defining chapter i don't know if you guys felt the same way but
3: i think it there was a lot of upping the stakes in this one. Yeah. I, and I I think I may disagree a little bit about Isayama hurting people because I think he he could have had the potential to be a lot worse. And there was a period of time where surprisingly <laughs> like nobody died. <laughs> and like hey, I thought he was going to kill people, but he doesn't have the heart to kill people. Um <laughs> so when he actually did the scream and like people died in this chapter, like, wow, we've got a lot of people taken out. <laughs> He did it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. This is a series where people complain when nobody dies. Which, <laughs> I, I mean, deaths deaths don't make a series better. But there are times when the stakes don't feel quite as high. Because, like with Aaron right now,
2: exactly. I don't think
0: anyone's sweating Aaron no. being dead. The stakes are just not high. Yeah. I mean, I find it impossible to feel any worry or sympathy for, towards him and that is my moment. second
2: big complaint of this chapter is that cliffhanger yeah because we all know that aaron's going to make it out of that
0: yeah we
3: just don't know how but no one expects him to actually be dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking yesterday um i wanted you guys to bring up on the wiki page with aaron's status can you tell me the conversation that went down there <laughs>
2: I can tell you the conversation on my end for anyone who hasn't visited the wiki who's listening, his status on the wiki right now is unknown, not deceased, despite the fact that he's been decapitated (laughs) (laughs) because because we've seen Reiner get decapitated twice we've seen (laughs) we've seen Armin get burned alive and survive we've seen many different things in this series and I, I remember I think we were having discussion about his status before it was time to start editing the wiki before we actually got the edits going and when they brought up changing his status to unknown for the month I told I told everyone you guys can change his status if you want you can also update like all the different like information about him all over the wiki just change his status to unknown if you want I'm not going to because we're just changing him back to alive in a month
1: (laughs) Yeah, basically, it felt like it was done for shock value.
3: It was a very nicely illustrated shot.
2: (laughs) Oh, it was hilarious, especially because Gabby's the one who did it. And I know that's going to make people so mad.
1: That's the reason why I loved it. And I was doing that victory dance (laughs) when it happened. I don't know. Have you seen anyone react to the chapter? Any live reactions to that moment?
2: No, I haven't.
1: I would recommend watching Rogers base react to that moment. He is like screaming in his
0: pillow, hyperventilating, like crying. <laughs> it's it's the best God. <laughs> I think Andrew all stars during his live reaction. He was crying oh, at one point. I don't think about I, it. I was but drinking something
1: when I saw <laughs> that, and I,
0: I spell it all over myself. I st- <laughs> this is why Luna and I don't do live reactions. It's so much better to process this. I mean it's. <laughs> So, in my chapter, impressions, I mean, I, I also thought it was a great chapter, but I just have this overarching voice in my head. Why has it come to this? You know, they were in the airship together, they could have touched, they were sitting next to each other. Why has it had to come to this point? What, what, what in the world is Aaron Yeager thinking? You know, and I just can't, it just drives me up the wall. Like to watch all my favorite characters once again dying. because somebody can't share his plan with his friends and work out a better solution. Like, I just don't know why it had to be this way.
2: I've sort of had the same question, too, because when you go back to that airship, there's a panel where he and Zeke are literally sitting right next to each other.
0: Side by side. Hello. I,
2: I don't understand. One, I don't understand why anyone in the survey corps would have thought it'd be a good idea to put them in the same room for one and two i don't know why aaron and zeke didn't take advantage of that at all
0: if they had taken off as soon as that ship landed nobody could have stopped them nobody <laughs> i mean if they had decided you know sayonara guys been fun thanks for the ride <laughs> nothing would have stopped them i guess it was um, a timing thing I mean, I figure Shiganshina had to be evacuated yeah, or whatever they want to have happen. They needed Shiganshina and maybe they needed time for the enemy forces to arrive. But I don't think so, because they're both surprised the enemy is there.
2: Right. And Aaron, in one of those flashbacks about with them first meeting the anti-Marleyan volunteers, Aaron even mentions that he wants to make it so that Marley won't be able to attack them again for a long time. Like he wants. yeah. His attack on Liberia was to keep them from attacking, and all it did was speed up the attack, so I don't know what's going on there.
1: Yeah, because that's why Armin attacked the port, right? So to make sure that they couldn't cross over in any way, shape, or form to Parodies.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I may be misremembering. But I definitely remember the, di- the dialogue where he said that he wanted, in one of the flashbacks, that he wanted to keep Marley from being able to yeah. attack them soon, which didn't work at all, Aaron. Great planning. <laughs>
3: Uh, and when Marley does finally show up, he realizes, oh, this must be because of Reiner, because otherwise they wouldn't have done it.
0: Yeah, Aaron looked angry that they were there at that point in time. So, I, I just, there had better...
1: I mean, they have mentioned it, right? Like, Zeke was, that's why Zeke was um, throwing that ball with Aaron, or gave him, like, the, the glove and the baseball. Because, like, we cannot touch right now, he said. They're, they have a reason why they don't want to touch Well, until now, then,
0: but I don't know what it is. It all better be explained. It it better be. It better blow my mind. Okay, but I don't know. I I don't know about that. (laughs) All my old men are dead now, and it's it's their fault. And there better be a darn good reason (laughs) why. That's all I can say.
2: Also, just well, since we brought up the subject of Aaron surviving a minute ago, right now the wikis poll for the. For chapter 119 is, how will it be revealed that Aaron is still alive? Because we're calling Isayama's bluff.
1: <laughs> yeah. And what's the result so far?
2: Uh, so far, the one with the mo- the option with the most votes is his death is just an altered memory he's creating with the founding titan.
0: Did you have an option that he's permanently dead? Was that a choice that you yeah, gave people? Yeah, it is. It's,
3: it's second from bottom, though. <laughs> he's really did. It's
2: got 6% of the votes.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, we had the same question, more or less. We had uh, which uh, expected yet unexpected twist ICM is going to use to keep Aaron alive. And the most votes with 24.6% of the votes at this moment is his consciousness will be transferred throughout this body, just like Reiner did when his head got blown off.
0: So
2: that's our second most voted option on our poll.
0: Our second option is that bucket <laughs> girl will give him a hand. Ah, yeah,
3: we don't have bucket girl on ours.
0: <laughs> we have 5% that think he's permanently dead. So it's nice that um, between our two platforms that. um, now, That adds up. <laughs> that's the same the amount of people who think he's dead. Yeah. You know what? I think on the um, where we have the question, where do you primarily discuss the series? We should add the wiki to that because I didn't even realize it was like a bustling place of discussion going on. So we'll have to make sure we include that. My favorite
1: option is still uh, splitting into two people we're generating from both head and body.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty awesome. (laughs) He's like a Titan flatworm.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness.
2: The wiki's least popular option on the poll right now is the Founding Titan can survive being decapitated.
0: Oh, uh, I don't think we had a similar option to that. Our least is the splitting into two people. Yeah. <laughs> Only, well, understandably, 1.5% have selected that as an option.
1: Yeah, I, we do have like that shenanigans of another sort will lead him to being all right. That got yeah. 17% of the vote, so...
0: We had an option, psych. his head was never blown off. You know, he was mucking with memories. That one only got 13.5. That might have something to do with the,
1: um, I don't know, the manifesto Renan wrote on Reddit. (laughs) Mm Because most of the votes are from Reddit this month. And Renan was not very convinced about this theory. And he basically was like, if you believe this, you're an idiot. And I'm going to explain this in 10 easy
0: steps. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he was on fire this month. Uh, yeah. Can I just, he doesn't, I don't think he'll listen. If he does, he'll let me know. I'm really glad he's not our guest this month. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been disaster.
1: Yeah. And he's not very nice about it either if he disagrees with you. So (laughs) 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 I felt personally attacked and I didn't even think that, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking about polling, our friend, Ray Kukaja, who's a regular podcast guest, does a not, I don't think she does it monthly, but she does a periodic character ranking poll. Yeah, I think she used to do it every volume, and now
1: it's like uh, after every two chapters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys are probably not aware of this, being that you're Wiki people and you live on Wiki Island. <laughs> but as many times as she has done this character ranking, Porco Galliard has come in in last place, below Flock, below <laughs> Zeke. Oof! Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the- below every active character. She's done this over and over and over, and he is always dead last. So I cannot tell you how excited I am that in this month's chapter poll, we asked for MVP and it was Porco Galliard. (laughs) So finally, finally, he um, got his little chance to shine.
2: Well, to be fair, with a name like Porco, no one's gonna like you. I like him. (laughs) I liked
0: him. I have to say this in past tense now. I liked him. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you also thought that Porco was a common German name. So, <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys also see his alternative name at the SNKA final exhibit?
2: Yes, and yeah. I like it so much more than what we got.
1: Really? Why?
2: Just because Porco just makes me think of Porky Pig.
1: Well, yeah, and, it means pig, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, I know it does. That's what it, it sounds so ridiculous, and I just it like. Is. I like horse better.
1: Okay, shall I give you a little bit of information that horse in uh, German kind of also means idiot or fool.
2: <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't sound like idiot though
1: because you're not German. <laughs> 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 so you're basically oh, saying Ysiyama <laughs> has
3: four taste in names for this poor guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad. Like, Marcel got a normal name. I always joke that, like, Marcel was the golden child, and then Porco was, like, the black sheep of the family. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> These final two arcs have had some really weird names as far as Attack on Titan goes, because you've got Porco, You've got Colts and Falco. You've got uh, you've got Onion Coupon.
0: <laughs> oh, onion. Okay, Onion Coupon. Onion Coupon. Beyond. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I call him Onion Coupon.
0: <laughs> that might help me spell it because anytime I have to spell it, I have to you know. Oh yeah, that,
3: that's terrible. When I'm writing a wiki article, I'm like, let <laughs> know <so> his name. <laughs> if I can just get the first few letters right, then the wiki will autofill the rest for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. <laughs>
2: I'm just like that's just his first name. Like we don't even know his last name yet. How how long is his name going to be once we get those two?
1: We always get like very creative like names on the poll when uh, we ask for ride-ins. So I <laughs> we should make like a long list of all the different ways Onyankopon's name has been spelled.
2: His name's mm-hmm. going to be something like Un- Onyankopon Lebensborn or something. <laughs>
0: Well, I think what was so interesting. In fact, one of the most interesting things about the SNK Final Manga event was seeing what Gabby's name was. Luka? No, her last name instead of Brown, it was Lupka. Yeah, Lupka. Yeah. Peak was Oliver Peak. He was the middle-aged man Titan, Oliver yeah. Peak. Yeah. It's just fascinating to think about what could have been and, you know, had editor Kuhn not gotten involved and said, you know what, maybe we should rethink this. I guess with Porco, maybe he pushed back on Horst and to get revenge, Isayama decided on Porco. I mean, who knows, right?
2: Is that true? Like Porco's final name was because of the editor?
0: I don't know. But going through the the photographs of the exhibit... One of the most interesting things is where the editor has like marked up the storyboards and pushed back on things. so it it really helped me to appreciate just how collaborative this manga is with Isayama and his editor. Mm-hmm. So I know the editor's responsible for Sasha living as long as she did. I just wonder, you know, if there's ever a tell-all book about attack on Titan, like how much how much influence mm-hmm. uh, the editor definitely made it a better story. like looking at the original storyboards and what we got, he definitely made all the right calls. Uh, I wonder, you know, with the naming though, if Isayama was given free reign or or how that worked out. It'd be fun to know. It'd be fun to know what, what's gone on behind the scenes.
2: I'm I'm firmly in the, and I know this is going to be unpopular like with anyone who talks, except maybe Rune Lai. She might be on my side with this, but I'm firmly in the camp of I'm with I would have preferred if Isayama got his way and Sasha did die back in Clash of the Titans arc.
3: I agree with Neat. Hey, that's about when the when that was like the period when it's like nobody's dying anymore because Tross, a lot of people died, female yeah. Titan Hart, people died, and then and for some reason, right after that, that we went through this period where like nobody died.
0: <laughs> I thought it made the anime season really weird. They kind of had to like ham fist Sasha into all these scenes that she wasn't in to explain, mm. you know, why she wasn't there because she was supposed to be dead.
2: Like it's it's super apparent in the manga because she just disappears for close to fifteen chapters. Yeah, and then when she reappears in the uh, uprising arc, she doesn't really have a lot to do. Really, she's just sort of there.
3: You can kind of tell that it was a character that didn't really have a purpose. I mean, she she's fun, she's a fan favorite, but she didn't have a purpose, and it it really showed in the later chapters that there was no reason for her to do anything that would affect the plot.
0: You know, and I have heard all the complaints that she really didn't get the focus till after she was dead. Yeah. And then she got too much focus <laughs> compared to what other characters have gotten, so.
1: Yeah. It's also weird because in the anime, she kind of became more of comic relief than really a fully developed character. So it was just weird with her. I I still prefer, like, the the episode where she should have died. Like, that was top. That was peak Sasha. <laughs>
0: I mean, to bring this back to this chapter, I didn't want Porco to die. I love Porco. But if you're going to die in a series, what a way to go. You know, I got an ask on a Tumblr. Somebody wrote to me and said that Porco got the most dignified death in the series compared to other relatively important characters like Bert Irwin, Emir, Sasha Kenny, maybe even compared to all characters. I mean, how many characters get to go out gloating (laughs) with a smile? And get to choose how they die. I mean, if there's anything to take from this, and even I would say, I mean, Sasha's death was great, but how much greater would it have been when it mattered? You know, when she goes yeah. out being a total and complete badass. Oh, yeah. Porco got the most badass death. Yeah, that would have been good. I, I've told people, like, I don't mind
3: my favorite characters dying. I just want them to have a good
0: death. <laughs> Me too. Like make it meaningful. Give them control over the situation. Let them die knowing they accomplished something. Porco go got every bit of that. Well, he's a character I wanted more from, I am just so grateful. I mean, what a way to go. And I think that's why finally, after him being in this manga now for what, 20, 30 chapters, people started to appreciate him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he, when he got this month's character's MVP, I was delighted.
2: Twenty nine, yeah. Yeah. Twenty-ninth chapter since he first appeared. Yeah.
1: You guys also did a poll, right? On like the the best brother or something of this chapter, or what did you say on Twitter?
2: Yeah, I think on Twitter we did ask that the the on the wiki itself we only do one poll per chapter and
0: Ah uh, okay.
2: Now and it's a one think, question
0: poll, correct?
2: Yeah, one question poll with a bunch of answers. And now that I think about it, best brother would have been a good poll for it, but <laughs> I, I was more focused on calling ESIAMA's bluff with the Aaron thing.
0: Now, <laughs> yeah, you guys are not responsible for the um, the Twitter account, though. That's There's someone else in that role?
3: Yeah, that's Salamander on Discord. He does uh, probably like 98% of our social media.
0: Okay.
2: I think Manuel also can access the social media accounts to post stuff.
3: Yeah, he can, I, but I think Salamander does most of it.
2: Yeah, be wrong.
3: Manuel Man- Man- well can totally, like, interrupt at some point later and say, like, <laughs> you're wrong.
0: <laughs> well, it's his fault for not being here. He was a Midas, so.
1: <laughs> no, but I remember reading a lot of the the comments at that thread, and a lot of people were like, yeah, Porco, Porco. So, it was a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of good feels about Porco this chapter which I did not expect considering I knew how unpopular he was before this one.
0: So let me ask you guys a question. One thing that has been a topic on the social media platforms that we hang out on, uh, what his relationship with Reiner was like. What do you think? Do you guys think that he stayed just as salty and spiteful to Reiner as ever? Or do you think that after seeing the memories that Porco, that negativity go, I mean, his his comment to Reiner at the end was sassy no doubt <laughs> we're proven once and for all I'm better than you but do you see their relationship as being contentious
2: that's interesting because they haven't really interacted at all since the Marley arc like we haven't really gotten a good sense of how they feel about each other but I think if Galliard and Reiner had survived this battle Galliard would probably still be fairly antagonistic with Reiner because really there's not a whole lot in the memories that would have changed his opinion of Reiner so much as like all he really knows now is that Reiner just got his place among the warriors because his brother really cared about him, not because Reiner cared about him or anything. So I don't think it would have necessarily changed how Galliard looked at Reiner.
0: What do you think, Rin? I don't think that for
3: Ergo's relationship to Reiner changed. He basically got confirmation of what he suspected all along. That he was actually better than and Reiner and now that he's seen his memories from his brother that became proof it's, it's what he knew all along and so all of his doubts went away he knew he was a better man
0: and I guess at that point it made it easy for him to make the sacrifice
3: I mean that's the same thing that his brother did is what the better man does as you protect somebody and he he went along with that and it's it's obviously what his older brother would have done in his place and actually did to protect Reiner.
1: Hmm. So you don't think it had anything to do with his feelings towards Reiner or Falco, but more about doing the right thing?
3: I mean, I think it was nice to, to say, it funny, <laughs> but er- Erko and Falco never really interacted. So I think it really was more to do the right thing because as this is, this is, is what the better man does.
1: Hmm. I think i disagree a little bit because i have to think about like the battle that took place in liberio where reiner saved porco and i think this was kind of porco's way of repaying the debt because falco would have been fine right like whether he ate reiner or porco he would have become a shifter which is better than being a mindless titan at least so the only reason that porco could have done it was to prevent reiner from dying and he knew Reiner had a stronger connection, I guess, to Falco than he did. And he also followed in his brother's footsteps. So I think it all came full circle. So when
3: I said protecting, I didn't mean exclusively Falco. I mean, protecting Reiner from himself is was part of the protection. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because Reiner is also weaker.
0: <laughs> Their first introduction, of course is what, chapter 91 or 92, where Reiner's having the, um, the nightmare and Porco doesn't bother to wake him up. And uh, the first thing that Reiner says is Reiner thanks him for saving him. So it's interesting that kind of first introduction, last introduction is Porco saving Reiner.
2: Chapter 93, I believe.
1: I figured you yeah. guys could come up with that pretty quickly. <laughs> it's 93, because 91 and 92 was the battle. Okay, and then afterwards woke up. I've it's got the wiki clean.
2: open in front of me, so I'm I can check this stuff.
1: Nice, Liberio is my jam, so like <laughs> I know this stuff. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but you can verify it. <laughs> it's the one where he's like passively aggressively
0: eating that sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to miss him. When the Marley characters were first introduced, I'm one of those that like every month waited for them to be over, get back to my characters, Mm -hmm. but it's a testament to Stoyama how much they've grown on me and I don't want any of them to die, you know? I certainly didn't want Porco to go this time. I love how (laughs) Nate calls him Galliard. He won't even say Porco.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is totally Nitaku's strongest push. (laughs) (laughs) Partly because, like again, Porco just sounds so ridiculous to me, but also the wiki for the most part operates on. On the wiki, we refer to characters and articles and stuff by whichever name they refer to as in the manga and Galliard Porco, whatever he's mostly been referred to by characters by his last name. Like I think Peak and. Peek and Marcel are the only ones who have consistently referred to him as anything other than Galliard.
1: Okay. Huh. Yeah, except for Reiner this chapter. He finally called him Porco.
2: That's true. <laughs> right before he died.
1: But just like when the kids called out to Reiner, they stopped calling him, like, Brown. Or, well, at least Falco kept call- stopped calling him that and also <laughs> screamed, Reiner! And I also, like, like uh, he was just very, like, I don't know, dismissive of Reiner because he always felt he was the better candidate and he didn't understand and then he got left behind and his brother died and you know, I think he had a lot of like unresolved issues with that and I thought they would talk it out someday but I guess, you know, this was also a good way to settle matters in that regard.
2: It makes a lot of sense Uh, because he, by all accounts, did deserve to be a warrior instead of Reiner mm. and whether, Ga- I don't remember if Galliard knew or not, but he definitely thought that Reiner was the reason Marcel yeah. died.
1: Yeah. And he didn't know that why Reiner got the yeah. armored over him. So there was always that grudge there. And now he finally got it and everything fell into place. And he knew that he couldn't blame
0: Reiner anymore yeah. <laughs> for what happened. I, I wonder too, though, Reiner tried so hard to keep that information from him. Mm. You know, Reiner protected that secret. And I, I in the poll... In the inconsistencies section, I added the one about the daisy chain memory inheritance. Porco got memories from touching Reiner, who was touching Aaron. To me, we've never seen that before. Memory inheritance has always been like, or the ability to pass memories has always been, you know, there's a royal involved. There's Historia, there's Rod there's or there's a Fritz family member. And this was very strange to me that Porco got the memories this way. Like if I was on the wiki team and I had to write anything about Titans and their ability to transfer memories, they, it's just, there's no consistency there. So What's that I mean, you I'm- say?
2: <laughs> the Titan powers have poorly defined <laughs> rules that are hard to follow?
0: Have you noticed that as well?
2: I, I don't tend to write the uh, Titan power pages a lot. That's not my focus, but I imagine it's a nightmare because Isayama just won't lay out the rules for like Titan (laughs) powers like they're changing every other chapter it feels like (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's, very, it's very convenient for him, I imagine, as a creator, because if he needs something to happen, then he can just slip in and it's like, oh, this is something that nobody really knows about because nobody, even on the Marleyan side, fully understands how Titan how work.
2: <laughs> it's it's literally become a meme that like, people are just like, hey, I found this plot consistency. I don't know, I guess Paths explains it.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny with the memory uh, inheritance thing, Porco has been the one that he's used it, I would say most egregiously. No other character has been able to remember their past, except for Aaron, of course, but he's the founding Titan, so that's okay. But Porco was able to get full memories. He was able to see Emir and, you know, the entire 104th. I mean, he had like motion picture memories Mm -hmm. of what went on. And of course, now he gets this funky thing, this daisy chain inheritance through touching, you know, third hand Aaron Yeager. So I don't expect it will ever be explained. It bothered me because I do like things to make sense, but I don't know. I mean, if that gave Porco the closure he needed to march into his death with a smirk, then (laughs) fine. But it's one of those hand wavy things that Isayama does. I think Rune's right. It's just a convenience for him. He can just kind of, you know, plop this in whenever he needs it to save having to write four more chapters of exposition.
2: I think it's not so much to save himself from writing exposition. It's to just give himself an out whenever he wants to, like whenever he needs something to happen in the, in the plot. Like, let's say, I don't know. Let's say in the extremely unlikely event that Aaron actually survives because we just, we know, (laughs) we know Isayama so great about not killing off uh, (laughs) characters like that. Like if he decides like, Slim chance, but if he decides to keep Aaron alive <laughs> next chapter, he can just make up some sort, of, some sort of new titan ability to do that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I, I would not be surprised if that's what's going to happen.
2: My theory is it's going to be revealed that the founding titan can only be killed by being eaten by another titan or by Ymir's curse. Like, they can't die any other way.
0: Oh, that's good. Hmm. Yeah, maybe so. Hmm.
2: That's sort of my theory.
0: It could work because uh, the Fountain Titan
3: is only supposed to be usable by a royal. So if it went through the usual rebirth process, the chance of it randomly arriving in a a royal child is not that high. I mean, it probably Mm. would end up with someone who couldn't use it.
0: Wow, that's actually a really good theory. Never mind the fact that there's a fake royal pregnancy happening (laughs) right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, there's one more thing I want to discuss
1: about Porco's death. And the best way to do that, I guess, is to mention this uh, Anon we got on Tumblr. So, they asked for the podcast looking at the panels where Falco eats Porco. When he chomped down, he got Porco's legs. Do you think Falco successfully gained the jaw titan power, or did he end up unfortunate like Santa with Aaron? <laughs> 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 what do you guys think?
2: the wiki just decided we're not going to overthink it. And we're just going to put Falco as the jaw Titan. I personally think it, it's just drawn that way. I think Falco probably did get it. I think it would be weird for it to be revealed that Galliard's just chilling inside him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Aaron was chilling inside of the Santa Titan.
2: Yeah, but Aaron's the main character. Yeah.
0: The thing is,
3: they're just supposed to get the spinal fluid, even though we see his legs sticking out. Mm. He's is yeah. in, most of him is inside Falco, and if he's still alive for a bit longer, he'll be dead eventually, and he be in the stomach, so I think that would count as digesting the spinal fluid.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the fluid that's in the, in the stomach, is that, like, acidic, or is it just, w- would it waste his body away, or do we have to wait for Porco to die, and then, like, waste the waves that? Of-
0: my Falco understanding. Be- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my understanding and I don't remember maybe it was in before the fall or was it in the main series where titans do not digest. They vomit they up humans yeah. whole. So yeah. if Falco, if Falco is chilling, whatever. <laughs> if we stay consistent here, he would not digest, he would be vomited up whole and the spinal fluid would still be inside of him, right?
2: Well, this is this is a very inconsistent chapter.
0: Yeah. I'm just, I,
1: it would undo so much. Like, Porco had such a great death, and them- thematically, it, it works. And, you know, to, like, next chapter then reveal, like, oh, no, this was not what happened. Uh, it would, mm, I wouldn't be
0: pleased about it. I would feel... yeah. I can see why people are asking the question though, right? Because Mm -hmm. it is an inconsistency. And it's interesting too, like we think about how Isayama used to draw deaths so graphically. I mean, we saw Carla's body being snapped. We saw Mike Burt. I mean, we saw the deaths kind of like in horrific detail.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, He kind of backed off on that. Like Keith Shadis' beating, we didn't see the actual beating. We saw the aftermath. Mm. Now with Falco's death, we see legs dangling we don't see him actually being bitten in two, so I mean is it important or is it just he's given us doing us a solid by not making it worse than it is? I don't know
1: I think that's how
0: he has gotten softer since
1: he's gotten married. The gore has turned down significantly <laughs> <laughs> he's just hurting us more <laughs> you know mentally
3: yeah I, I thought that scene was really abrupt because we see he we see Porco, then we see Falco rush him. And the next thing we see is mouth closed, legs in the air. And I, I was almost like, how did he get there so fast? I feel like I missed a frame somewhere.
0: Yeah, but that's how the whole chapter felt to me. So I went back and looked at this really closely. And it does seem that Falco's Titan mm-hmm. saw Porco and like just made a beeline for him. Because at one point, we do see Reiner's hand reaching out to try to catch Falco's Titan, to keep him from going after Falco. Wait, Porco's Titan to keep him from going after Falco. I'm going to get this right. (laughs) Anyway, it does look like, speaking of consistency, um, we've seen twice now, three times, where Titans that are ordered to do something by Zeke don't Mm. always do what they're being told. So this was a situation too where he was given a direct command and for whatever reason just... You know, it was abrupt. And I think I think Isayama tried to draw it as being an abrupt decision by this mindless titan. Um, but yeah, I had to go back and look really closely to see if I was reading that right.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird that he was like so focused on Reiner, then all of a sudden, boom, he just sprints over to Porco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. I
0: don't understand what happened there.
1: I mean... Maybe Falco will also sacrifice himself later. So he was like, yeah, I meant to inherit a jaw titan. I'm not going to spend my next 13 years being depressed. (laughs) (laughs) With plot armor.
3: (laughs) Maybe he just saw a human and was like, ooh, snack. (laughs) Got distracted. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. That is one of the big problems I had with it. That Falco just went for Galliard out of nowhere when he already had Reiner. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if when we finally get the anime of this arc, if they will change that a little bit. It seems so close now. Like, <laughs> Are you guys also thinking about that? Like, oh, you know, seeing this in the anime? Because I remember when we were like still in season two and the Marley arc seemed so far away. But now it's like, oh, it's next year already. I'm glad they're not taking
3: as long because I remember the gap between season one and season two was incredible. Yeah. I cannot talk to my anime only friends about what was going <laughs> on while we they were watching season two. They're like, What's going on in the manga right now? And I'm like, I can't tell you because we were in the middle Whoa. of the Marley arc and everything was so different.
1: <laughs> For four years. That's pretty rough, I guess. You cannot tell <laughs> talk to
0: your friends <laughs> about something you really like. We do ask the question in our poll about whether or not the jaw titan are always destined to sacrifice themselves, because we do have this pattern now of each of the jaw titans, Marcel, Emir, Porco, doing some grand heroic gesture in behalf of someone else. I wonder if if there is a reason why Falco immediately went for the Jaw Titan. Like I wonder if there's any explanation that could be found there. It seems like it would take a lot of explaining. I can't imagine isayama would do that but if i had to write a crack theory on why falco's mindless titan did what he did i would try to work that in as a possible option
3: yeah i think that makes a good crack theory i I don't think it's anything that isayama planned it just happened that the characters who have the jaw titan ended up sacrificing themselves but as crack theories go that's a good one
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like the results for this question as well by the way because we've had like 50-50 splits before on the pool, but I don't think we've ever had like a three-way split. So we have three options to the question, uh, is the Jaw Titan's owner always destined to sacri- sacrifice him or herself? The options were yes, but only for the Plot Armor Titan shifter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the Jaw Titan shifter is always selflessly sacrificing themselves. Or... No, Marcel, Porco, and Emir only did what they did out of guilt and personal debt to Reiner, and they are almost a three-way split. But the last option is like the one with the most votes, followed by yes. A uh, Jaw Titan Shifter always sacrifices themselves, and then the last one is yes, but only for the plot armor Titan. <laughs>
0: It is interesting that Reiner's been a factor in every single one of those, So yeah. I mean it's it's more than you know, once, what is the expression? Like three times is more than a Yeah, so once is
1: like a coincidence, two is like a questionable, and three is like
0: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. and three is Reiner. <laughs> That's why he's the plot armor titan.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we ever seen a character try so hard? and fail to kill themselves like I just I see- have never ever seen
2: a
1: character <sighs> curse with plot armor before let alone this yeah. badly
3: we've had discussions on wiki editing whether it, we have a section on each of the character wiki pages on like attempted attempts at killing other characters and been <laughs> on whether or not we should include Reiner trying to kill himself on his own uh, please do <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have we had that? Dis- have we had that discussion It's been a wiki editing channel. Someone said, can we include Reiner after chapter
2: 119 because he tried dying to Falco and failed? How did I miss that? We totally need to do that. (laughs) Reiner's tried to kill himself more than anyone else.
1: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You should include it. Please do. And if you do it before we put up the podcast, we'll leave a link to it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Now, the wiki channel where you all discuss this stuff, is it's, it's public. We can read the conversation. We just can't participate. Is that right? Or do you guys have like ultra-secret wiki channels that we can't see?
3: We have a wiki editing channel on our official Discord. And anyone mm-hmm. with permission, anyone can request permission to have access to the wiki channel. So not everyone sees it. Not everyone on our Discord is oh, interested in editing okay. the wiki, but anyone who wants to can look at it
1: good to know yeah we'll also leave a link to the attack on titan wiki discord if you're not in there yet and i think everyone is probably in there because holy hell it's big but
0: (laughs) so going back to reiner about his um attempts at ending his life and failing uh king's grave asked us on twitter and, and I've seen this conversation elsewhere on Tumblr and other places, people just kind of casually mentioning that Reiner would agree with Zeke's plan. What do you guys think? Would Reiner agree with Zeke's plan? I think there's a big difference between wanting to kill yourself and wanting to kill your entire race.
2: No, because Zeke's plan is specifically to euthanize without killing. Reiner, Reiner wants to die. He's not going to agree to a plan that has him live. <laughs> Reiner would be <laughs> listening to the plane, like nodding along, like, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, wait, we live? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, more like if, if Reiner had heard this plan, you know, would Reiner think it's a good idea to end all Eldian life? I think Reiner's hit the point where not just he needs to die, but he wishes no one had ever been born. No, I don't get that feeling from him.
3: Yeah, he. I mean, looking at Reiner, he cares about the warrior candidates so much, like the kids and mm. stuff. I think Reiner's totally like a dad sort of character. He would want to look out for the next generation.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, too. I So I re- when I see those theories would that Reiner would be on board with what Zeke is planning, I, I think that's a hard no from me. Hmm.
2: Reiner would be like, Zeke, listen, you're not getting this. I just want to kill myself. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone else. I want to kill myself.
1: Technically, they <laughs> wouldn't be killing anyone, which is preventing new people from being born.
0: Zeke, that's even worse. Look at how much killing Zeke is having to do to get to the point that people cannot oh. <laughs> die. Like what what how is this where is the logic? He's killed hundreds and hundreds of people. I know. To stop people from being born? I mean, Mm. I need need this to all make sense someday. That's all Mm. I'm saying.
1: Good luck. We have a year. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe longer. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, yeah. There was one question that I wanted to ask uh, as well, because, you know, we talked about the Jaw Titan's owner always sacrificing themselves. Do you think Falco will end up uh, sacrificing himself? And then for who, if you think he will?
2: If he does, it would probably be for Gabby.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought at first. Well, like he's always been out to protect her and she's also a brown. So wouldn't it be funny if like, you know, Reiner is trying to protect Falco all this time and in the end, Falco would also sacrifice himself for Reiner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be terrible. (laughs) Horrible, but... (laughs) You know what? Okay, crack theory. You know how the Ackerman. We're always loyal to the crown. Maybe the Jaw Titan was always loyal to the Browns because uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now we see Falco with his complete loyalty to Gabby. Maybe there's something there about uh, the jaw. Ah, we right, really do is- need another crack theories week. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I, you how know-
2: hilarious would that be? If, <laughs> if if Falco actually did sacrifice himself to save Reiner's life.
3: I yeah.
1: think Reiner would
2: kill himself immediately Yeah, afterwards. that would push him over the
1: edge, probably. <laughs> he would
2: try. You know, I
1: think that might be, like, what finally would make him succeed. Maybe.
3: <laughs> the only reason that Reiner did not, like, shoot himself in the mouth is because he heard Falco. So if Falco sacrifices him for Reiner, I think Reiner's just going off the deep end.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, I like that Reiner that Reiner survived getting his head blown off in return to Shiganshina. And his reaction is, shooting myself in the head will definitely be what does the trick. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: That's true. That's, that's true. That's explaining canon, though. Like, you need a strong will to live to generate. So, and he didn't have that anymore. So,
0: and he did have that in return to Shiganshina. That's true. That's true. Okay. That, that's a little hand-wavy, but I'll let it, I'll let it pass.
1: Listen... When it comes okay. to you Reiner, have I know myself.
0: a lot about this man. <laughs> you are the Reiner wiki. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that I'm good at. Speaking of sacrifices, one that was equally tragic but maybe not so necessary. Let's talk about Colt's sacrifice for Falco. Like in my mind, the last thing Falco needed was his brother to unnecessarily die for him. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. I just feel like Colt made the situation worse. And I, it's perfectly understandable, right? It, but the last thing Falco wanted was to burn his brother alive while he transformed.
2: My immediate reaction was just, good for you, Colt. You've, got, you've, got, you've done something three chapters in a row now. In a row now. That's a new record. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
1: If, I mean, you're,
2: almost, you're almost a real character now.
3: Uh, I thought it was touching, but it, it was unnecessary. And I don't think Colt had quite developed enough beyond just being a protective older brother character for the sacrifice mm. to have meaning. I mean, I liked it. I thought the scene where he's holding Falco as he's about to transform was beautifully drawn. But mm. it's just it, it could have had the potential to be more, but Colt hadn't been developed enough to give us a, a stronger emotional impact.
0: Yeah, I felt more trauma for Falco. Now, Falco has this in addition to everything else to live with. And it just, it, uh, it was just, again, so unnecessary. Oh, it's kind of my favorite part of the ch- chapter.
1: <laughs> this is the part that made me cry. And I really enjoy Cold. And I think for me, he's now my, like, Reiner's my favorite. Falco's my second favorite. And now Cold is my third favorite character. And I- Wow, yeah, so this chapter kind of bumped him up there. And I can really see like, um, yeah, he's this big protective older brother where, you know, he saved Gabby from being trampled and he wanted to save Udo and you couldn't. And all he had was like Falco and he all he wanted ever, why he wanted to become the uh, Beast Titan was to protect him and he couldn't. So he just did what he felt was right in the moment and was there for his brother. And the only way he knew how...
3: I think that it was a beautiful moment, but it couldn't have been more than it was. And we do a something on the wiki called, for each chapter, we have featured article and featured image. And it didn't win, but both Nitaku and I had voted for the image of Colt holding Falco right when he's about mm. to transform. Because it was it was a powerful scene. I thought it was the best scene of the chapter. I just wanted more. <laughs>
1: Okay, at least you agree with me on that. <laughs> that it was the best.
0: <laughs> no, it was definitely the heart of it, and it, it, it. But in a chapter with just so much death, I, mm. I, I don't know. I mean, I understand, I understand, and ad- admire Colt for what he did. I just think it's a trauma that Falco didn't need, and Falco was so desperate to get away from him the entire time. That's what's as painful it, watching Colt's heartbreak and his disillusionment and everything just falling apart. But even more heartbreaking is watching Falco not wanting this to happen, like wanting his brother far, far away. And it just made everything so much more tragic. It was such a pain amplifier to see Falco trying to fight his brother off at the last minute. That's true.
2: Add Colt to the list of characters who are better at suicide than Reiner. (laughs) (laughs) Poor writer. This
1: is going to be a running gag throughout the entire podcast now.
2: <laughs> I sure hope so.
1: <laughs> I think a good question to ask, uh, maybe for Reiku's poll, is if you're like the eldest, the middle, or the youngest child, because I'm the eldest of three, maybe that's why cold resonated more with me.
2: Oh, I was <laughs> hoping you were going to say the poll should be who's the best at suicide. <laughs>
0: We can maybe ask that next chapter in the 120 chapter poll. That is a good idea for Reku, though, when she does the poll to ask what your personal birth order is to see if there's yeah. any correlation in that moment she always does these
1: fun stuff with correlation so like your favorite color or your favorite pokemon so i think this would be a good one as well
0: (laughs) when i read the chapter it 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 got me like that the panel that you all were talking about that to me is the face of this chapter but Mm -hmm. it's only after reading the chapter several times thinking about it you know i don't know it just why 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 we all knew (laughs) zeke wasn't gonna budge like what an unnecessary understandable but unnecessary sacrifice yeah. and now Falco the character that I do really love has to pay for his brother's emotional state.
1: Mm. I read some people who were upset with cold they were like you should have just yeeted Falco over to uh <laughs> <laughs> to like um Zeke and have him eat Zeke instead instead of like you know having him be a nightless titan and you being burned to ashes by his transformation.
2: Can't Zeke control the titans he creates? Well, you'd think, He can,
1: but he was kind of... Yeah, he immediately ordered Falco to kill Reiner, right? So... And we see how well that went.
2: I mean, yeeting Falco over to Zeke probably wouldn't do anything.
1: Yeah, maybe not, but maybe they could have tried holding Zeke down somehow, and... I don't know. He could have (laughs) tried, maybe. (laughs) That
2: was the complaint, at least. He didn't try. (laughs) I thought you were going to say he should have just yeeted Falco over to Gabi.
3: No! (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure oh, there are a lot of people that would have liked that
1: i'm sure
3: oh no you are
1: awful people by the way just so you know.
0: now we know the commonality of people
1: <laughs> that's true do you by the way think he is uh, capable of pulling an arm in if someone has some spinal fluid laying around
2: I legitimately posted in the wiki editing channel, like, a picture of Colt and just said if Armin can survive, so can he.
1: And he didn't even fall down, like, I don't know, 50 meters on a rooftop. Exactly! So. I still want him to eat Seek. <laughs> I would love for him to eat Seek. Please eat Seek. I mean, Isayama would be able to hurt me because a Colt would live and I would die a little bit more every chapter. But yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope. But on the other hand, it was it was such a good death as well. I don't know how to feel.
0: I think you need to accept that Colt is gone. I'm Did you accept? I accepted that Irwin was gone when Erwin was pronounced dead by Hanji. So
1: Yeah, so... All right. <laughs> <laughs> don't come for me
0: unless I for you. I'm just imagining
2: Colt just yeeting Falco now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The problem is, Colt's a lover, not a badass. If Colt had been a badass, he would have yeeted Falco. That would have been the coolest. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but, like, Porco would have eaten Falco. But yeah. <laughs> Porco would have. That's the difference
1: between the characters. Uh, by the way, Falco's Titan form. What was yes. your first reaction when you saw that thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked
3: kind of, I thought it looked kind of like a chicken. And <laughs> exactly.
2: I was just like, dude... Why does Isayama hate Falco?
0: (laughs) This clearly, to me, was an attempt at humor. (laughs) I mean, it is the funniest looking thing ever. It's, I don't know. It it didn't bother me. Like, I don't think it pulled me out of the moment. It was just horrifying. (laughs) But looking back now, you know, now that we've had some days to settle, I, I do, I do think it was an attempt at humor and also just. He's probably running out of the number of times he can draw new Titan forms. And (laughs) this has got to be like as an artist, like the highlight of his day to get to design a new Titan form. So maybe he's running out of like regular (laughs) run of the mill mindless Titans and is trying to be more creative here at the end. I thought his Titan
3: was kind of weird, but all the Titans look kind of weird. So I just ran with it. It didn't bother me. I just thought like, oh, it looks kind of like a chicken. But we've had other really weird (laughs) 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 looking. So this is just another one.
0: Well Rod was the flaming chicken titan, so we can't <laughs> Falco can't be the chicken titan. <laughs> Do you guys think you'll come up with a name for his Titan form? Or
2: There will probably be some fan fan names, but nothing that'll be on the wiki unless it's referenced in the manga. Okay.
1: Yeah, I always thought that like Falco would at least make a cute mindless titan, but it was like the ugliest thing ever <laughs> with this weird long neck and no chin. But it's
2: too him, though, which is what I like. (laughs) It didn't pull me out of the moment, but it was like, as soon as I saw that after the leaks started coming out, I was like, why? Why design it like that?
1: God only knows. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get any, like, fun nicknames suggested to you for the wiki? For that Titan? Or not yet?
2: If there have been, I haven't seen any, but I haven't... I haven't been checking into the Discord too much for the last couple of days.
3: Have you seen anything, Rune? No. I, the thing is, our we don't we don't use fan names on the wiki. So unless there's a compelling reason for us to name a type of Titan, then we we just refer to it as Falco's Titan. Like if it was cl- if it was clear that like, if this wasn't Falco and it was like a unique
0: Titan that showed up and had a lot of purpose on the plot for some reason like uh like the gluttonous titan that's never been that's never been stated in canon is it um i think gluttonous we have an unofficial i think it
3: might have been mentioned somewhere so i think a better choice would be like example would be like a got dinah's titan and she's her titan was called the smiling titan for ages because she was repeatedly used in the story and obviously served a larger purpose but there was no proper name for it, so we had to have a name for that particular Titan. But Falco's tie- Titan is tied to his character, so if you go to Falco's page, there's a little tab, and a an tab that shows his pure Titan form, which is this chicken-looking thing. And then the in the wiki itself, we just refer to it as his Titan.
0: That's interesting about Dinah's Titan form. So now that we, once it was revealed that the Smiling Titan was Dinah, I'm sure you added that as a, as a major, you know, factor on those pages. But at any point, did you consider renaming that Titan? You mean before the reveal? or like after, after the reveal, once we found out, once we made the connection that the Smiling Titan was Dinah.
2: Oh yeah. The page is just named Dinah Fritz now because we know her real name.
0: So is there still a reference to the Smiling Titan in the wiki?
2: Not to the name, but the fact that she is that Titan, yeah.
0: Okay. So that page got renamed once it was revealed? Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. So we
1: kind of did have a question on the poll for best name for Falco's Titan form, I and mean, we had a hard time coming up with some, So, but we did have s- uh, some suggestions. Uh, we had the Big Bird Titan, the Bob's Burgers Titan, the Pac-Man Titan... Or the Muppet Waka Waka, <laughs> <laughs> and we got a lot of like funny ride-ins, like the Canadian Titan,
2: the Ensel Titan.
0: <laughs> I Why? I mean, Somebody needs to explain Canadian Titan to me. I think it's from like uh, what is it, Therens and Philip from
1: um, South Park, and also. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, yeah, the Leafy Titan, because. Um, Uh, what's his face made fun of um, the guy who does content cup who is what's his name again idubs yeah idubs made a a content cup on leafy and made fun of his chin and it was just kind of like a stupid joke he didn't even mean it and then took it seriously and started hiding his chin in all his new videos after that (laughs)
3: so i like the uh, it's sad but the option that says you guys are mean (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that was my favorite the, write-in as well
2: there's a t- there's a suggestion on here that says that's just my ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> i like i like that that and, that and incel titan are my favorite so far <laughs> there are like four canadian titans on here
0: yeah and that's a truncated list so when I open up the actual poll results and look at the spreadsheet, I was I was shocked at how many times the word Canadian showed up. <laughs> Clearly, I should have added that as an option, but I didn't know about that one. So
2: somebody needs to build a wall. Mm. And also
1: like uh, butthead and babies are references are also there. <laughs>
0: Somebody called me out on uh, spelling Pac Man wrong. Apparently, it's hyphenated. I didn't know that. So, <laughs> <laughs> oops. Sorry, my quality control failed this one. <laughs> Everybody by now should know my ability to type a sentence without a typo is not, you know.
1: Yeah, well, that's happen, why so. we always check for typos when we're done with the poll. Mm-hmm. But this one slipped through. Sorry.
2: Rune, we have to talk to Manuel about making my ex wife that Titan's name. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think he'll give you one of his (laughs) smackdowns. Was he
1: ever married before, Manuel? I
3: have no idea.
1: (laughs) So, uh, one final thing I guess I want to ask about um, Cold and Falco, you know, and Cold pleading with Zeke to please not scream while Falco wasn't ready. How do you guys think Zeke felt about Cold and Falco?
3: I think he felt genuinely sympathetic. Uh, you, when you look at the the expressions he's making in the the panels in that scene, I mean, there's no reason for Zeke to hide what uh, how he's feeling because no one can see what expressions he's making inside his Titan, and he generally seems sad and bothered by the fact Falco uh, swallowed his fluid. Uh, Ed, but he's been in this for the long game. He's not going to stop because of because he feels sorry for them. So I, I yes, I think it was genuine, but it wasn't enough for him to change his mind.
1: Yeah, I kind of fully agree with that, and I think most of the fandom does it well because we did ask that question on the poll as well. And
0: fifty four point six percent of all people said he cared a little. So Lady Moe post on Reddit, I thought was really interesting. She. Mentioned that the first act Zeke did was tell Falco to go eat Reiner, basically to restore his life.
1: Yeah, well, I think somebody commented on that as well. Like, that was not Zeke's intentions. And she agreed that, you know, it wasn't probably h- highly likely, but that was still like a side effect, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice thought. The thought is nice, but it doesn't fit Zeke's character at all, I think.
3: Yeah, I've read that as, well, Zeke needs Aaron to be free, so he's just shot Falco off towards Reiner to interrupt Reiner, and Aaron could break free. I mean, it might have been like a side thought, like, and this will help Falco too, but I don't think that was the primary Mm. reason. I don't
1: think so. I think, you know, Falco would have been, like, if he succeeded in eating Reiner, he would have transferred back to himself, but he probably would have been, you know... Asleep for a while or disoriented or definitely not capable of using his power anyway. And Eren would be able to touch Zeke without any problem. So I think that was the main reason. Yeah. So it's a nice thought, but yeah. (laughs) I don't think there's much uh,
0: truth in that, unfortunately. It was nice, though, to see Zeke and Eren being emotional this chapter. Mm. You know my feelings about Zeke. He's not a character... I mean, I would eat him into the sun if I could, if, but if there's anyone who still likes
1: him after this chapter, we're going to have to need a word with each other. Cause, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do not like Zeke.
0: I am finally on board with the, on the Zeke uh, hate train. Oh, good. Well, you can come to my inbox and see all the people that love Zeke because <laughs> they love sending me messages. They love Zeke and how wrong I am for wanting to eat him into the sun.
2: I'm just letting you know that I am a fan of his.
0: Oh, good! I like when people disagree. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Tell me how much you love him. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> well, seriously, don't. No, I mean, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say that I love him anymore. This this arc has hurt his standing in, for me a bit, but I yeah. still don't. I still don't hate him. I think. I think he's in. I think he's a fairly interesting character to follow. And I think he's, I think it's fun following him. I actually told someone recently, we were having a discussion. I think Zeke might be unintentionally one of the funniest characters Isiyama has.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> that and, Which is part of the reason I like him. Like for example, Sasha was, Sasha was intended to be a sort of comedic relief character. I find, I find some of the, I find the humor revolving around Zeke's character much better than just about everything that went on with Sasha besides the potato meme. (laughs) Like uh, the, just, just as an example, that, that scene where he's, where he's being watched by Levi, Levi's just going into him and Zeke just casually tells him, you must not be popular with women. Like you're such a downer. Like, I love that.
0: I would agree with you. He's very entertaining. You're not. Now we've been having some requests in the comments on the YouTube channel of people wanting us to have a Yeagerist on. You're not a Yeagerist, are you?
2: I am not. I think okay. I, I'd say Zeke is probably the only character in, involved with the Jaegerists right now who I like.
1: How about you, Rune? How do you feel about the two Jaeger brothers?
3: Well, and Zeke is interesting as a character, but I don't like him. He's more of a character that I suppose you could say I I I, I like to hate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I don't yes. agree. You know, oh. I, I don't agree with what <laughs> he's doing and I don't agree with the Jaegerist cause. And I'd like to think Aaron doesn't either, but it's really hard to know what he's thinking at the moment. Mm. So
0: hmm, another month another m less We'll have to have Puppet back on. I think Puppet's the only Jaegerist I can tolerate being around for any well, amount of time. Well, next
1: month we're doing our anniversary podcast, and we're inviting a lot of oh. our guests back, and you guys are also welcome if you want.
0: Okay. And uh,
1: so we should have a lot of Jaegerists on, so. And you can all fight with each other.
0: <laughs> Is Renan a Jaegerist? He might be. I think so, probably. Yeah, kind so of. we got Puppet Puppet, and and We've had a couple of them on.
2: I also like a lot of the stuff that's been revealed about Zeke's childhood through flashback. Like his relationship with Xaver and his time like how he was essentially Reiner when he was a kid. Like he sucked at everything and he sort of just got good through training.
3: Yeah, I really like the flashbacks. I thought they fleshed out Zeke's character a lot and made me more sympathetic to him. But it it at least for me, it doesn't excuse what he's doing in the present.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about him. Uh, well, yes. I felt about him until this chapter. Now I'm
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody touches Falco.
2: I don't necessarily support his actions, but I think he's a very, I think he's a very compelling character to follow, even if you don't, even if you don't agree with him.
1: He is kind of interesting, but I don't know how more there is to him at this point. I'm, I'm kind of, kind of lost interest a little bit in him.
2: Yeah, I am sort of the same way. Largely due to the fact that like every other chap- chapter he appears in it feels like he's just getting yeeted by Levi and it's sort of gotten <laughs> it's sort of gotten to be like can we do something new with Zeke? Like can he can he win a fight for once?
0: Well, my problem is that he's a 30-year-old man practically <laughs> with decades of experience beyond that. Like has no nothing in the last 15 years of his life has he not seen any good in the world? Like, has nothing touched his heart? I, to me, it's, it's, it's hard for me to see him as this like 4D chess master, you know, million level brilliant dude mm-hmm. who hasn't let go of an idea he got as a, as a kid. Maybe I have a hard time finding him sympathetic because I have a hard time finding him realistic. Like he's presented as this, you know, kind of arrogant megalomaniac, um, 40 chess master. And I just, it doesn't jive with me that this is his idea. Um, this is his plan. I don't know. I, and I, and I don't see as him, if he's doing it for compassionate reasons, which is what he says he's doing it for, I don't see him as a compassionate person or as somebody demonstrating any compassion. If he truly was a compassionate person and this was truly his way of, demonstrating his compassion maybe i'd be more sympathetic but i just see him as being like too emo angsty and ragey to buy that line so that's always been my argument
3: Uh, i don't think that it's i don't really see him as a chess master but i think i guess i see him more as like he hasn't grown out of being that little kid which is why he's able to single-mindedly focus on what he wants and he's just kind of trapped in his childhood
1: Hmm. I mean, I he had a rough man in his childhood. Like, I can, I really feel bad for him as a kid.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of childhood trauma sort of stunted his mental growth, so he hasn't really matured any.
0: Well, I know <laughs> we can't compare suffering, but when I look at like Historia's childhood or Emir's, I don't know. Well, the thing, yeah, he also had Xavier. At least Zeke had. His grandma willing to read him the cat book. You know, what did Historia have? She had a sister that showed up that loved her, but then yeeted her memories. So, uh, Historia was not shown an ounce of kindness until she met Emir or until she joined the Survey Corps or the Trainee Corps, I guess. It's hard for me to be sympathetic when I see other characters who've yeah. gone so far beyond that.
3: But the thing is, the person who did show the most kindness to Zeke was the person who was all on board for the euthanasia plan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was trying to say. Like, when you have your own parents, you know, indoctrinate you and then someone comes along who says, no, they're not doing you any favors. But you know what is great? Euthanasia. I mean, like, of course, there are a lot of people who had like bad childhoods as well, but I don't think they had anyone in their life that tried to manipulate him in, the, uh, in a way that Xaver manipulated Zeke. And I don't know not everybody agrees with me on that, but you know, that's just my two cents on Xaver.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I'd say Xaver manipulated him, but Zeke definitely looked up to Xaver. He thought of him in a positive light, which is I think mm, why yes. he would take on Xaver's mission to prevent Eldians from having children in the future.
0: Yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I... I know my judgment on this is, you know, cloudy. So your arguments are are good.
2: I will agree, though, that there's a I think there's a lot of good stuff like buried deep within Zeke's character. But I will agree that Isayama has could have done a better job sort of fleshing them out a bit. Zeke is, for the most part, still like a very mysterious withdrawn character. So we still haven't gotten like an incredible amount of like insight into his character so there's still a lot of speculating that goes on as to whether or not like what side he falls on and stuff
0: yeah i mean it does seem like he genuinely cares about Aaron, but i wonder if it's Aaron's ability he cares about or actually his brother i i don't know there's a yeah like you said there's there's still a chance for more emotional development to come there maybe um yeah it'll be interesting i mean He's in the story. We're going to have to see what happens mm. to him, I guess. Clearly not my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Gabby.
2: <laughs> my third favorite brawn.
0: Oh, who's your first favorite brawn? Don't say Karina. Moses. Huh?
2: Moses. Have you not heard of Moses?
0: Oh, Moses brawn. Chapter one. The missing <laughs> arm. Yeah.
2: The best character. <laughs> That's a big part of why I came on this podcast to promote <laughs> Moses. <laughs> Moses.
0: Okay. The cult of Moses. Gosh. Was Braun his last name? I do remember yeah. him.
2: I'm. I'm. I am the head of a movement right now to get okay. Moses more recognition.
1: <laughs> so is that how Aaron made it over to Liberia? Parted the ocean for
2: him. Dude, I'm. <laughs> Moses is still out there. All they did was recover his arm. He has been one-handed yeeting titans for <laughs> nine years outside Walmaria.
0: All right. So Keith, Keith Shattis quit the survey corps and that poor mama is still crying somewhere. And all because she thought Moses is dead, and now we know he was out parting parting the oceans so that Aaron could make his way to Marley. Mystery solved.
2: Yes. He's out there like Tarzan, shirtless, just <laughs> voided out, muscles all around, one, one, one-armed, <laughs> one-armed slaying titans and parting the Red Sea to get Aaron to Marley. <laughs> I hope you leave all of this in because I want people to know how great Moses is.
1: I'll think about it. It <laughs> might be an outtake at the end. <laughs> Are you okay with that? <laughs>
2: In the part where I talk about Moses being my favorite brawn, if nothing else, (laughs) leave that in. Okay.
3: The entire podcast will just be Moses, nothing else. (laughs) Those of us in the wiki had talked about spreading the church of Moses in our channel,
2: and I was like, oh, man, he went for it. No joke. When Manuel DM'd me about appearing on this podcast since he couldn't, one of the things he tried to use to sell me was he was like, I want you to go on there. I want you to rant like you do in the Discord, and I want... (sighs) And you can and you can spread the word of Moses. And I was like, I'll go for Moses. He also told me he'd make Moses the icon for our server's Discord, and I'm I'm holding him to it.
0: Well, I'm glad okay. I could help make your dreams come true. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your third favorite bra, yeah. Gabby. We hear a lot of screaming about her as a character, but the fandom is actually <laughs> surprisingly chill about her blowing Aaron's head off, which I I'm surprised by when we asked in the poll uh about Gabby's involvement in this chapter and what she did, more than 50% said 50% said that her actions, while unfortunate, were understandable. Once again, like Gabby's dodging the fandom bullet as well. I know there's a lot of people that really dislike her, but it does seem like the majority are just like, here we go again.
2: Too bad Aaron couldn't dodge her mm-hmm. bullet. <laughs>
0: I bet Connie's
1: laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw, <thought>, okay, <laughs> the Aaron server was highly entertaining this month when the first leaks came out. And <laughs> everyone was going in full denial, like, no, these are fake. Aaron's head did not get blown off. Gabby would not do that. And Gabby uh, ain't about that life no more. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, Gabby, we saw her, like, you know, not wanting to kill every Paradisian just because they are Paradisians anymore. But uh, the guy who uh, killed two of her best friends or is responsible for the death of two of her best friends and destroyed her hometown, and she swore to kill him, and he's not been kind of nice ever since. He's kind of been a real. a-hole to her i mean she did shoot sasha but still um yeah i i don't blame her for shooting him so i don't know why people are saying that all character development was undone or that they should keep that kid away from firearms because she shines with a firearm have you seen how good of a shot
0: she is (laughs)
3: like
0: using so I think in the, um, a lot of complaints I've been hearing is that she never should have been able to shoot that firearm without yeah, the, that's that true.
2: <laughs> in terms of her character development, the key word here is she realized that not every Eldian is bad. It's just like Luna said, she realized not everyone is bad, but Aaron still committed 9-11 on Liberio. I don't know if that's a faux pas to make that comparison. Okay, but so Liberio is now to. referred to
0: as ground zero from <laughs> now on. Like I said, though, in the chapter poll this month, 51%, I don't blame her. It made sense. I mean, Aaron had yeah. it coming. He had it coming.
2: Gabby did nothing wrong. <laughs>
0: Gabby gang, Gabby gang, Gabby gang. <laughs> Rune, it's save the, us. Say something sensible, please. No. <laughs> well, I mean,
3: it's, it's just if you look at it from her perspective, she had the opportunity to take out one of the people responsible for a lot of the recent pain she has experienced. Why wouldn't she take it?
0: Well, not only that, the person who literally can end all of human life. And the thing is,
3: she knows that the rumbling is a possibility and like, and that she's she was present when people said, like, you know, these two should not get together. So, why Mm. shouldn't she stop these two people from getting together?
1: Plus, you know, Aaron is fighting Reiner again. Like,
0: her (laughs) cousin. I'm sure she. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she just saw him damage Porco that much that he couldn't regenerate himself any further. Well, maybe that's debatable whether he couldn't or didn't want to anymore. But still, and, you know, her best friend just got titanized and um, she had to drag that gun out from Colt's crispy body. So
3: <laughs>
0: Aaron is at the focal point of all of this. So so he should have made better life choices is what we're saying. And what do you think happens next with Gabby? Any thoughts? Is, is uh, John or Mikasa going to take her down?
3: Um... I think Mikasa might. I don't think John will because you saw we saw earlier that he hesitated when Falco was trying to protect Peak, so I don't think John has it in him. Um Mikasa might. <laughs> well,
1: she did hold Gabi.
3: So that is
2: true.
1: Eren's probably going to be okay.
2: <laughs> He's fine.
1: Status unknown. I mean, we'll we'll see if her like ucker instincts get triggered again, but I don't know.
0: I I do think Jean would shoot her if she was still firing at them. I think that if she's a clear and immediate danger, but if she drops the weapon at this point and wanders off the battlefield, I cannot see anyone going... I mean, we got Connie right there too. She is the person that killed Sasha.
1: Yeah, but the 104 were also in a jail cell with the Browse family, right? And they were definitely concerned about Mia and Ben. Mm -hmm. So I think... They, for, at least for Sasha's family, would want to keep those kids safe and not kill them. I don't know. I just want a bit more, how to say, how to put it, um, I want them to feel a bit more conflicted about this situation,
0: and Forth. In regards to what? Their feelings for Aaron or towards Gabby? More anger towards Gabby? Well, to Gabby and Falco and, and
1: Aaron as well. Yeah, like, they're just fighting for Aaron because, you know, he's part of their group but maybe they should look at the bigger picture here not saying that they should fight against Eren but you know I was hoping for a warrior and, uh, and 104 alliance you know not per se this chapter but you know soon and Isayama just killed that in one felt swoop
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah I would have liked that <laughs> then I could have all my favorite characters on the same side
0: <laughs> right I would be behind that And you've softened the idea of an aaron Reiner alliance as well, Luna. Oh, this
1: chapter, I don't know. I'm I'm warming up to Aaron. I don't know how this happened. (laughs) I blame Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) I already told her. (laughs) Like, this was your plan all along, right? This is why you let me in the Aaron server, even though I don't like Aaron. (laughs) So, yeah. Now, this chapter, Aaron, we saw a bit more emotion from him. He looked very concerned this entire chapter. So that got me to thinking, like, there might still be some good in him. He, you know, he did a lot of messed up things, but I would rather see him turn over a new leaf and indeed go forward in making this world a better place somehow than keep going on the path he's on right now. So yeah, I'm slowly warming up to him again. And part of the reason as well for that was, uh, again, I have to mention the final exhibit. I don't know if you saw this post. It was on Tumblr. It was from uh, your boy Levi. We'll link it below. Um, She was mentioning uh, that in the final exhibit, they really paralleled Aaron and Reiner. So um, they showed the question like, Who has lost someone important to them? And then it was the panel of uh, Marcel being eaten versus Carla being eaten. Or who has despaired the most? And it's like Aaron begging to die in the cave versus Reiner begging Aaron to kill him. And uh, there was another question I can't quite remember. But the final one was who will disappear in the end? And it was the flashback of Reiner helping Aaron up.
0: Yeah, that artwork is actually painted on the bricks there. Like that's the focal is yeah. for Reiner lending Aaron a hand.
1: That's where that whole section ended, like with Reiner helping Aaron up. And then for me, that implied that they're somehow going to work together in the end and do something good, but they will both perish as well. That's what it
0: seemed to imply to me. The final exhibit almost seemed like Zeke is not the character to be paying no. attention to. It's these two. These are the mm. two that matter.
1: Which has been, like, something that has been pushed since the Marley arc, Mm -hmm. is these parallels between Zeke and Reiner, or Aaron and Reiner, sorry. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case.
0: In which case Zeke is expendable, and Reiner is not. Exactly. Yes, which makes me very
1: happy. (laughs) I'm fine with that.
2: (laughs) Probably doesn't make Reiner happy.
3: (laughs) Well, if he gets to die in the end, he'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Have you kept up with anything from the final exhibit?
3: I've looked at a couple of things, but I haven't been following it too closely. I mostly wanted to to get get surprised by it later on.
1: Is there like a wiki
3: entry on it or will there be one? We usually don't cover events. What will probably happen is, I mean, we've added like, for instance, the, the early names for like Galliard, Erd, and Gabby we add those as trivia entries to their existing pages and we just cite where that information came from. So that's probably how we're going to handle most of the things from the the final exhibit. There won't be a page for the exhibit itself, but the information that comes from it will be added to the wiki on different pages.
0: Ah, okay, okay. That's interesting. So our friend Humble on Twitter sent in a question. Why do you think Gabby shot Aaron? She learned from Peak that the goal is to retake the founding titan. Otherwise, the problem persists. Zeke's the one that turned Falco into a titan, killed Colt, betrayed everyone. Was this narrative brilliance on Isayama's part, or did he want Gabby to be hated? And our friend Kingsgrave added to that. He said, this is a great question, especially because Gabby was present in that conversation in Chapter 116, where Aaron pointed out that they would be punished, speaking of... Um, Where Aaron pointed out that Peek would not only be punished, but her entire family as well, if she disobeyed a direct order. So, what do you guys? I mean, I I had forgotten about that. When Peek is holding the gun to Aaron's head, Aaron calls her bluff and says, "You can't do that. That's not your order. Your order is to is to consume me, not kill me." Uh, What do you guys think about that? Is that another inconsistency here that Gabby shot Aaron and not Zeke, or what are your thoughts? I think it's, hey, she
3: knows, I mean, yes, she know, he probably knows in the back of her mind that shooting Aaron is not part of the plan, but Aaron, she also knows that Aaron and Zeke are not supposed to meet, and she doesn't know about the euthanasia, uh, but uh, she does know that the problem is, that they're worried about is the rumbling. And the two of them are should not get together, and Aaron is the larger moving target. If, if she shoots Zeke and he's not quite dead, which is his state for most of this chapter, Aaron can <laughs> get up to him and then touch him and then it's all over. So the, I think if she's not thinking what happens to her family, if she's just in the moment, shooting Aaron is a smarter decision. Aaron is the one moving. Aaron is the one with the mobility. If she's going to stop them from meeting, Aaron's the one to shoot.
0: And I don't think Magath would agree with that decision. I think if they can't eat him, killing him, I mean, they they want to stop the rumbling, ultimately.
1: Yeah. I think if they can obtain the uh, founding Titans power, great. If not, you know, at least they will stop Zeke and Aaron trying to accomplish whatever they want to accomplish. What do you think, Nate?
2: I hadn't really actually thought about this, so this is sort of me going off the seat of my pants on this, but my first impression is she, like we mentioned, Aaron's, killed a lot of people she's close to or he's directly responsible for a lot of their deaths and she's 12 so i could see her just going completely emotional in this moment especially since she just saw what happened to Colton falco she's just in a, in a super emotional state and she just goes for the kill rather than for the capture
0: yeah i think that's my thought as yeah. well yeah i i agree
3: with that
1: and how would she ever capture him anyway? Like, shooting is her thing, so...
3: <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a good shot.
1: <laughs> so, I mentioned before that I'm kind of warming up to Aaron, and one of the questions we asked on the poll was, was do you think Aaron had hoped to touch Zeke before he could scream and titanize the military police and Falco? And I'm kind of leaning to, yes, he did not want Zeke to scream, but I don't know why he's still running and trying to touch Zeke then right now. So I'm not really sure how to answer this question myself. But what do you guys think?
3: I think Aaron didn't want Zeke to scream because he actually, that's the first time we see emotion is right after the Beast Titan starts Mm -hmm. to inhale and Aaron and has a look of panic on his face, so he, I don't think he wanted it to happen because that's uh, he, that would be a huge number of casualties for people that he had. I'm guessing he still cares about. No, but uh, I don't. Yeah, again, I don't know why he's still running to Zeke afterwards. <laughs> it's because he can't stop it anymore unless it's part of his aunt. On- an ongoing deception to keep Zeke thinking that he's on yeah. his side.
1: Well, do you think that he thinks by touching Zeke he can control his titan?
3: Um, well, I suppose he possibly could because the founding titan is supposed, if the power is activated, the founding titan mm. is supposed to be con- able to control other titans and Eldians. So if Eren gets in contact, I mean, in theory, he could do whatever he wants. <laughs>
0: He could have all the mindless yes. Titans stand down,
1: stop attacking. Yeah, and not, you know, exactly. So actually, Gabby did a bad thing by shooting him. Maybe.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't know any of this. She doesn't know no, what's in here. No, no, but it's just
1: fun to speculate. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, I think from Gabby's point of view, I'm totally not surprised because she, does, no, she doesn't no, have no. <laughs> a full picture. <laughs>
0: I do wonder, no good deed goes unpunished in this manga. And Gabby, you know, it does look like Aaron's head is flying into Zeke's waiting hand. Um, You know, there's spinal fluid in that head, I would assume. I don't know. I don't understand anatomy well enough to say for certain, but I wonder if this is one of those deeds that's going to to go very punished if you know we we all know that apparently when they touch aaron will be the one that gets to say what happens but what happens if aaron's not capable of thought what if zeke is touching the founding titan and his will is the only will that matters and i kind of see this happening so we would get the wall titans as well control
2: i thought you were i thought you were going to suggest that he drinks aaron's spinal fluid from his Open I mean, neck you wounds. never know, right?
0: That could be the next chapter. That head, look at that scene. Now, for a moment, I thought that's what you were
3: going for too, but I'm like, but that doesn't solve anything because then it would have the hundred for
0: king's will on it. I just mean touching. <laughs> he will be touching. He will be holding that head with that spinal fluid, right? I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just picturing it like him gulping <sighs> down Aaron. No, 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 no. Come on, guys. Work <laughs> with me here. Don't you think there's a chance now that Gabby has done something really horrible and that Zeke is going to be able to control the power in a way that he hasn't before uh, by touching the founding Titan?
2: Like I mean, I've always ch- assumed
0: when they touched that they both would have a power up, but that Aaron's power up would be the supreme power up. But if probably, Aaron's yeah, yeah. not capable of thought and Zeke gets a power up, this could be awful.
1: I mean, it would be a very Isayama thing to do, and he is planning on ending the manga in a year's
0: time, so (laughs) that would certainly speed things along.
2: Well, we know Aaron's not dead, so... Right,
0: but he doesn't have to be dead for this to happen. Zeke is going to have that power until something happens. I mean, he's going to have that... I I, I just... That head is flying right for his hand. That can't be accidental, (laughs) you know? (laughs) We've already seen the memes with the baseball. Glove.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I,
3: I wouldn't rule it out, but my gut feeling is that is he's not going to be able to use Aaron's head like that.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying the whole point of this is that this could all go horribly wrong. Like Gabby thinks she's doing yes. something helpful and it could just go south. No good deed goes unpunished. And, you know, This could turn out badly, but we'll see. That's just my, I mean, that's one read on the situation. Aaron is going to regenerate, but until he does, is Zeke going to have some kind of weird power-up? Another thing that we see,
1: Colt running towards Zeke, along with Falco, but right before that, there's a panel, and the text bubble says, wait, two exclamation marks behind it in the translation. Again, I think it was your boy Levi on Twitter who mentioned the Japanese and said that um, the text bubble didn't look like it came from Colt, but probably was like a thought bubble from Aaron, because um, the way Colt addresses Zeke is a bit more polite.
0: I don't think Isayama would have put the words wait on Aaron's face, with Aaron reaching out his hand, if he didn't mean for us to suspect that Aaron didn't want that to happen. And that's so deliberately done.
1: Yeah. Uh, When I first read it, I thought uh, it was, but it was definitely deliberately placed, you know, next to Aaron's head because Aaron felt the same way, but now I'm not so sure. Either way, I, it doesn't really matter that much because Aaron definitely doesn't want Zeke to scream.
3: Yeah, uh, I think that it's a deliberate placement, but it's cold speaking because he doesn't Asayama does not use uh, bubbles for thoughts. When he does internal thoughts, it's just written directly on the page. Like if you look uh, on the yeah. lower left, that's Reiner's, and there you have that same page. You can see Reiner's thoughts, what are these two doing here, and there's no bubble. That's just, Isayama's internal thoughts are always just done as text on art.
1: I know, and he's not saying it himself, because otherwise it would be like this little, I don't know, like, the text bubble would indicate it was coming from Aaron. I thought. That's his style, at least.
3: Yeah, but I think the placement there was very deliberate to show that deliberate, Aaron is on yes. the same page. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we've talked a lot about how the fandom thinks Aaron is going to get out of this. What do you guys think? I think we're going to get a Pat's ass pull. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe a literal one. like Maybe uh, the bucket girl will show up and... Pull a new Aaron out of I don't know where.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. He got decapitated. He's obviously dead.
3: <laughs> yeah i I think it it'll it won't be any of the popular theories. I think he'll come back together in some fashion, but I haven't actually mm. figured aired out how he will. oh like I don't have my own bets or theories. I just figure it's probably not as easy as the brain function because that's the, that's already been done. I don't buy into the altered memory theory. He <laughs> I, I, I just figured there'll, there'll be something that happens and it'll probably be a bit of an asshole, but that way no one will see it
0: coming. I wonder <laughs> if it's gonna be a few chapters or if it's gonna happen immediately. I would love it if it's a few chapters. That way we can see the fallout
3: <laughs> of what happens with the two... Yeah, we're finally going gone. back to, I mean, like... It's going to be so chaotic if, the, if everyone has to deal with no Aaron for a couple chapters.
1: That would be great. <laughs> like, we go back to, like, his story on the farm just rocking in her chair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the big joke is that we're finally going to get an update on Levi and Hanji next month.
0: It's possible. And it's also possible that if Zeke gets the power up, then things, you know, that the action stays there. But we'll see. We did ask, as we do every month in the poll, what would you most like to see next chapter? And the most popular response at this point is, I don't care as long as the focus stays on the current battle. This is the first month that people do not want to go to Astoria or Levi and Hanji or Annie or any other thing. They want the story to stay in this moment and to continue forward. Can you guys see him going that way now or staying with the current battle? I that would be one heck of a Oof, a change. I don't know.
1: I literally have no idea.
2: <laughs> I I could see it from purely from like a meme standpoint. <laughs> I could see him I could see him cutting away from revealing if Aaron's alive, which would which would honestly would probably piss me off more than anyone else because that means I can't just get back to putting Aaron as alive on the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> it would mean we have, we'd have to go at least at least another month with Aaron's status as unknown, even though we know he's going to survive it. Yeah.
1: But you didn't want to change it just to change it back the next month, right? So if it stays longer, it should be
0: fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys handle Irwin's death after the suicide Right. when the when he was did you have him as unknown? Cause at Armin, you had him as dead, correct?
2: I think we had Erwin as unknown because Erwin got hit in the side. So he didn't necessarily get hit in a vital spot. Like where he got where he got hit is like a part of your body where like even in real life, if you got shot there, you could feasibly survive it. So we put him as unknown.
3: Yeah, that chapter we had a poll. They'll ask like, do you think Erwin survived? And I think the answers were something like, yeah, uh, yes, he did, or yes, but he'll die shortly thereafter, and a few other choices.
0: And then what about Armin? Did you have him listed as dead after he got flambéed?
2: In the manga, yes, because we thought Isayama would stick to his guns and say that the kid who's commonly derided as being the weakest of the main characters Wouldn't be able to survive being roasted alive and then dropped off a 150 story tall wall. But he subverted our expectations (laughs) and had the wimpy kid survive.
3: I was a little disappointed because I thought that would have been a great death.
2: (laughs) It would have been a great death. I mean, I've told people before, like that speech Armin gives about leaving his dream to see the ocean to Aaron. That would have made that scene where Aaron reaches the ocean with the rest of the soldiers so much like emotionally sadder, but also like emotionally emotionally reson- resonant. If he's seeing the ocean without Armin, and he's sort of fulfilling that dream for Armin.
0: Yeah, I could have worked right if Armin had been the one. I know this is a huge diversion. If Armin had died. Then my my thought was always that the reason Armin lived one of the reasons is because it it motivated Aaron to stay with the Survey Corps. You know, had Armin died, would Aaron have ever been able to work with Levi? Would he have gone rogue? Armin is the one person who who kind of gets Aaron, who can reason with him, who believes in him. This was going to be a good thing to have Armin alive to help guide. Aaron. But we see what's happened now. And Armin has been just as powerless and clueless as anybody. It's It did not help at all to have Armin survive. It didn't thematically help Aaron at all. If anything, it's become worse. So yeah.
2: End of the day, I, I would have preferred if Armin hadn't survived getting roasted alive, or if he absolutely has to survive don't do it the way you did yeah. it. Make make it make it more <laughs> believable that he survives.
1: I mean, it's it's a good manga for a shonen manga. It's it displays characters' emotions quite well, but then Isayama still kind of falls into the regular tropes of like surviving the impossible. That's where I feel the manga suffers the most.
2: The biggest problems sort of seem to come when he tries to toe the line between realism and manga tropes, because for the most part, like. For the most part, characters are affected by injuries and life-threatening circumstances the way you would in real life, But then you run into something like the Armin example, where he survives something that absolutely should not. especially for someone like, it, especially for someone like, like Armin, who's not as like physically gifted as the rest of the characters, like he really shouldn't have survived that situation.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, I was always at peace with Armin surviving because I knew the plot demanded it. (laughs) I knew. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the inconsistencies first or about the other characters that we haven't mentioned yet?
0: Um, Let's talk about the inconsistencies.
1: So when it came to Aaron, we saw that he was wearing
0: pants, even though Porco ate them. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Isn't it funny? All the inconsistencies this chapter, that's the one that people are most hung up on is the fact that his Mm -hmm. pants came back. Like I can think of so many more egregious
2: examples. Why is he wearing shoes? (laughs) Does he have shoes too? Yeah, Yeah, he's got shoes. Gosh, I got to add that to the wiki too.
0: (laughs) Do you all think that that tweet was a small way to explain
1: that? The one about the, yeah, the 21 pages needing to be done within two days.
2: I've got a lot of criticisms for Isayama, like uh, the Armin thing that we just mentioned was one of them. Like I'm, I can criticize him a lot, but respect to him for for finishing 21 pages in two days and for the art looking as good as it does.
1: Yeah, it still looked good, but I could see that in certain places it looked a little bit sloppy, like compared to what he normally does. So, but then I, I, you know, I saw what he. Said in the magazine, so I was like, "Oh, well, that explains it."
2: I think it's also like if you look at his, he once published his working schedule for the manga, and it was, I think it was, he spends two weeks writing the storyboards and the dialogue for a chapter, two weeks illustrating, then he spends two days prepping for the next month's chapter. So condense all of condense all of that into like two days, and that's insane on him.
1: I wonder what else he was busy with this month. Like if he had to, you know, prepare like uh, volume covers and attend all these like events going on. And
2: Yeah, I assume it's the exhibition. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm sure that
3: ate up a lot of his time.
0: Well, let me go ahead and read the asks we got on Twitter. First was from, I'm going to pronounce this, nikloon 29 What do you think about Aaron's pants? Um, I'm guessing we all think it's just a mistake or no. Yeah, probably. They look nice. (laughs) (laughs) The other one was from J.H. Walter 17, who said, it would be cool if you'd talk about the theory that Aaron already activated the founding Titan, as many believe it to be true. What percentage of the fandom at this point actually believes that Aaron has already activated that founding Titan power? Is that reflected in the wiki poll that you all did, the single question wiki poll?
2: Our poll says that 38% of our voters think at least his death is an altered memory. I don't know about the whole chapter, but they think his death is a, is a memory he created.
0: Okay. That's a lot.
2: That 38% adds up to 152 voters.
0: Well, I guess
1: for our poll, the psyche never got his head blown. Fall in that category then. Right. And that
0: would be 220. That would be 13%. Yeah.
2: Between our two polls, then, like if we were if we were to assume that we had no, we didn't have any overlap in voters between our polls, that would mean around close to 400 people think that their altered memories playing into this.
1: I'm sure there's overlap in our polls, but.
2: I'm sure there is. I'm just saying if there, as, if there wasn't any overlap, that would mean close yeah. to 400 people. Well, let's
0: just say then that's, let's say 15%. That's still a sizable portion of the fandom that thinks that there may be mm. founding Titan, you know, mind control or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever. Something strange happening here that are not willing to attribute it to just a sloppy chapter.
1: Yeah, but then also the Marleyans would have been affected by the mind control, or which would be weird. And not make sense.
2: Oh, that's true. I hadn't even considered that.
1: They shouldn't so, be that good because
3: they—I mean—they're not Eldians.
1: I always wonder if—if um, if that's true or just a lie made up. But then I think about like the Ackerman family. Like they were definitely not affected by the mind wipe, right?
2: Neither were the nobles.
0: Yeah. So they must be. Uh, yeah. Also not Eldians, I guess. In the poll we asked, which was the most glaring, inconsist- most glaring inconsistency? And like I said, the, the majority have selected Aaron's clothes magically reappearing, but the one that stood <laughs> out to me was Peak being able to transform so quickly. And again, we've already kind of talked about how Isayama doesn't always play by his own rules, but- Magath teleporting in and out of Peek's gun, her playing dead and then regenerating instantly back into her Titan form and being able to put all that gear back on. Like they had to get the Titan gun off the old form and onto her new one.
2: Not to mention, they've only got like three Marlean soldiers up there, so they don't really have the manpower to be moving that gun around. And she's
0: probably being fired on the whole time as well. I mean, I know all the Jaeger at this point are dead, but you know that still is that's pretty hand wavy. Like of all the glaring inconsistencies, I think surrounding Peak and Magath might have been the most egregious to me.
1: Yeah, that one was weird. I'm just going to attribute that to like we didn't see the entire fight, so. We're just missing certain panels that Izayama decided not to draw, and there is a good explanation. And maybe it will be explored in the anime. I
3: don't know. Uh, that's one of the things. It didn't stand uh, out to me until somebody mentioned, like, "Wait, she would fake being dead earlier," and I was, and I reread it. I'm like, "Oh yeah, she did," and that she would have had to do that because. For some reason, in my in my mind, I forgot that she had actually discarded her previous Titan. So you know, once I knew that, uh, it, it became a glaring error. But the one that actually stuck out on me on first read, and it, it might be because I actually ride horses, was that I uh, Gabby ri- suddenly riding up on a horse without having ever eviden- any evidence of having ridden a horse before.
1: <laughs> well, she did spend a, a month or so with the Browse family on that yeah,
3: it's so. possible she might have learned, but I was, I was just like, where'd she get the horse? She's riding, and it's yeah. probably a gallop. Yeah,
0: you need gallop. It was her, uh, <laughs> where did she get the horse?
2: I'd have to recheck the timeline, but I think that month-long gap mm-hmm. that was put in there, I think that may have come before she and Falco broke out, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm.
1: The plot thickens. Either way, she had her Arya moment like a pristine white horse appears out (laughs) of (laughs) nowhere. I
0: know a killer when I see one. These inconsistencies are, what did we count now? Six or seven of them? I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I can see why hundreds of people in our fandom are like trying to make sense of this and can't. But I still- It's
1: just, we've seen inconsistencies before, but not this many and definitely not to, this extent not this bad so it definitely stands out it makes you think if there is indeed more going on and maybe is kind of like playing 3D chess himself and trying to divert our attention away from no it was just because I didn't have enough time
3: I if you want to look at it like from a meta perspective I can see yeah. trying to find a meaning in all the inconsistencies and it is unusual that there are so many the problem I have with this whole altered memory thing is, if he did it, what's the point? Why didn't he do something better? If they already activated the founding titan mm, powers, same. Because <laughs> if he activated it, everything would just be over now. It could be, he can make whatever he wants.
1: Plus, there were so many good moments in this chapter as well. Like they would all be nullified by it not having happened at all.
3: That's also true. So
1: it would just cheapen the entire chapter for me.
3: Yeah, it would be uh, the old, uh, it was all a dream. None of this ever happened. (laughs)
1: Yeah, or like uh, the pain arc in Naruto. everyone died. And I finally was at peace with it. And then everybody magically came back to life. And that's
0: where the whole manga for me fell apart. (laughs) Do you think there's a chance? So, okay, so we know that that's not the case. But for characters like Pegasus and Niall, I know Rune and I are both Niall fangirls is it silly to hold on to hope that Aaron can, once he does get the power, maybe undo what's happened with some of these characters? I would like it. I mean, I
3: I would like to think that the founding Titan could undo the Titan thing because in the past, I mean, supposedly the Eldian the Kings would use their own people as soldiers and heirs and turn them into pure Titans to attack other nations. It just seems like a, as a, a bad thing for your country if you can't undo that (laughs) and bring all your soldiers home again.
0: (laughs) When Rod Reese was talking about the Titan power to Historia, he mentioned the ability to create, uh, control Titans. And of course, we know that um, according to the same Uprising arc that he could end the Titans. So it seems to me that if you have the ability to create, you should have the ability to uncreate. I mean, it's like equal and opposite, right? (laughs) Well, I don't want to say destroy. I mean, transform, untransform. Mm. I don't, it, does it have to be a permanent thing? Is there a chance Niall could go home to his three girls, you know? I mean, wrong, wrong, <laughs> thank you. My other favorite panel, I think from this one was Pixis closing his eyes when he realized the gig was up. That was powerful to me.
3: I like
1: that he's
2: drinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was so in character where did
3: he find the bottle of wine anyway? <laughs> yeah.
2: That was my question. Another
3: inconsistency. Hmm. <laughs> Unlike his flask, I don't know where he was hiding that.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's mentioned that one as a, uh, another mistake. All right. Anything else? With, are there any side characters you all wanted to mention or any points that we might have missed in our chapter discussion?
1: I do think it's funny that Floch, once again, was the sole survivor of his group. Like, Why does that keep happening? Why does this little keep surviving? What is Trump haircut? Why?
3: <laughs> you know, I thought that was actually a bit lazy that Flock was the only one of his group that survived. I think hmm. there should have been a couple more because the whole thing yeah. with Flock is that he was supposed to be not remarkable. He was like, yeah. the, he was the one red shirt who's happened to survive in mm. the battle for Shiganshina. And, and, and somehow he ends up being that character again. It just, it just doesn't feel quite right. Cause he's supposed to be the nobody, the regular person.
0: But him surviving would indicate he still has a role because he could very easily have died in this chapter. I mean, what's one more yeah. death?
1: You know what I want to know? If the person who had that funny look at um, Zeke's naked body also passed. (laughs) Uh, Can you imagine that's the last thing you see before you die? Do we know yet if Zeke has clothes?
2: Yeah, and inside his nape, he was wearing
1: some sort. Yeah. Where did he find them? Did one of the Jaegerists give up their pants?
2: (laughs) I think Flock gave him some. Yeah, Flock has like a walking wardrobe. He finds Aaron and Zeke
3: with clothes. Yeah, I think he brought some clothes out for Zeke when they met up with him. (laughs) I don't know why he would have a spare pair (laughs) because Zeke was not supposed to be naked when he found him.
1: (laughs) He knows how Jaeger is (laughs) by
0: now, I guess.
2: Yeah, I I could honestly, honestly, it would make sense if he was just like, it's a fair bet he'll need it.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny, too, the cover that we just saw, the newest volume cover, has Zeke topless.
2: I've actually noticed that. He's drawn a lot of shirtless and or naked men in this manga.
0: He's a chest guy. I mean, it's definite. We've seen it too many times.
1: Also, I think Zeke has only been dressed like fully in Marley and like completely naked when he's going to paradise or is on paradise. <laughs> uh, and there was one other character I'd like to mention. She only appeared in one panel, and that was Yelena. And I don't know, she, her hair in this panel looks so similar to like the bucket Possible Emir Fritz, and she had this weird expression on her face. Do you think that meant anything, or was it just her being upset at how everything was going down with this battle?
3: Um, I kind of feel like—I mean—that brief glimpse of her was just—I kind of I felt like a reminder that she's she's observing this battle, and she, aside from Zeke and Aaron, she's probably the only one who knows what's fully going on. And Hmm. she can't participate at this point because I mean, there's armies fighting. She probably doesn't want to get directly involved. She's just waiting for the fallout.
0: She's probably thinking, why did you not listen to me and not leave this building? You know, she told Erin not to do this. (laughs) Like, why didn't you listen to me? I'm Rish Rune. It's just to remind us that she's there because maybe next chapter she'll be important. Uh, I do I do hope. I'm I'm kind of in the majority there that as much as I love Levi and Hunch and as much as I'm interested in seeing Historia have that resolved, I want the chapter. I, I usually I'm pretty good with the month wait between chapters. I'm busy, there's enough going on that I'm not like going crazy for the next chapter. This is one of those months I really want the next chapter. And I want to see how Isayama gets out of this situation. So let's hope.
1: Well, that was all for a manga discussion. Next, we're going to talk about uh, some of the recent news and also have a q and a with our lovely guests. So stay tuned, and we'll be back after a short break. Welcome back, everyone. So we're going to start with the news first, and let's start with a small update. The Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle game finally released. It was a bit more expensive than I thought it would be. The full game is listed here in the Netherlands, at least, for €70, so I'm guessing $70 in the US as well. And the DLC, if you already have the base game, is $50 slash euros. So have any of you uh, ordered it or played it already?
3: I have the regular version and uh, mm-hmm. without the DLC, and I bought it. I, I have a very large backlog of video games, and that's in my backlog. So I'm very disappointed that I have the no. older version and I haven't played it. And the, and the, the DLC price is fifty dollars, which I find it crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's expensive. It, yeah, because it, now it, it'll cost me more, having bought it and the DLC together, than if I had just waited. Yeah, because um, I think
1: the original price for Attack on Titan Two game was also seven.
3: Yeah, and uh, I just kind of feel like, well, you, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, one of your earlier supporters, and now I'm just kind of screwed, dude. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what I had—the <laughs> penalty for being, a, being so backlogged on games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing it though, because it looks like they they had a they added a lot of cool yeah. things. I want to see how, how the how the personality gear so cool. plays. Luna, have you
1: bought it yet? No, but I'm considering it. But um, yeah, I would have to buy the full game. And I think €70 is a little bit up there. And I, like Rune, also have a big backlog of games. Like I have still seven games on my PlayStation. And I don't know how many games that I haven't played yet. So (laughs) yeah, I don't think I'm going to be purchasing it anytime soon. But who knows if it goes on sale, I'll consider
0: it. What about you, Nate?
2: I've only played the first game that came out, just Attack on Titan 1, whatever it's called. I've only played that one. I haven't played the second yeah, one. Yeah,
1: that's the one I have as well. Do
3: you guys have any intentions
1: of getting this one?
3: I'll get it eventually, just like, I know I want to play the original pre-DLC version eventually mm-hmm. because they, they, I mean, I like the idea that they made so many characters playable because yeah, I think, I, I think I've May have mentioned that Aaron is not my favorite character ever. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that they made everybody playable means that I get to pick who I want. Just like in, in the first Attack on Titan game, I played through most of the game when I was doing the bonus missions and stuff as John because he was actually an option. I didn't want to play any of the main trio.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's understandable, I guess.
2: Plus, in the first game, like each character had different stats. So, it's easier to play as one character than the other. like I don't really I don't like Levi at all. Anyone who's on our discord server knows that, but mm-hmm. whenever I played the first game, I'd always play as Levi because he's like he's the most powerful character to play as in that first game. Yeah. So it was pretty easy to win with him.
1: <laughs> well, that's enough about the game, I guess. Next was a uh, a really big reveal, in my opinion at the end of the final episode of season three, part two which that we'll be getting the final season next year in 2020, fall of 2020.
2: It's the final I now. know.
0: It's, when I hear words final for the series that I've been following for so long, it does make me like seize up with uh, anxiety. But I'm guessing it's going to be a split core like we had this time.
1: Could be, but yeah, definitely two parts to the season. First Marley and then this arc, I guess.
0: And was it also confirmed that Wit Studio is staying with the project? Because that was the big, yes. you know.
1: Yeah. Okay. So- didn't see that coming, that it would still continue and with with, and that we would be getting it next year. I thought it would be a, a long wait for the next season, to be honest, after
3: all the rumors. Uh, I didn't see any news that Wit was confirmed to be doing it. I just saw that there was the announcement, which... I just took it. It's okay, they got contracts in place with somebody.
1: I don't know where I would have to find it, but I think it was
0: on Twitter. Uh, the other big news was something that you all retweeted that Emeka50 reported on. She'd listened to the radio interview and apparently Isayama has said that the final... Audio room is his image of the series climax and that he thinks the series will be finished within a year. He did put a caveat to that. He mentioned how several years ago he thought the series (laughs) would be finished in a year, and it wasn't, but his intention is to wrap it up within the next year. So that was kind of big news. We've been wondering when the series was going to end. I know every month on the poll, we ask people when they think, what chapter will this series end? And most people guess between chapter either one thirty or one thirty-four, and it looks like those estimates are solid.
1: Yeah. I mean, the fact that they are doing the uh, exhibit and they announced the final anime season, like, he's definitely planning on ending it now. Yeah. Soon-ish. So I don't think it will go on for much longer than he is intending this time around.
0: Let's also mention, too, that the final event, if anyone is interested, Luna and I did a live stream with two people who attended that event and we have photographs we have all the videos we have the audio everything on our website so we will link to that if you want to hear we also have all the food i think i actually think we spent more time talking (laughs) about the food than we did anything else
1: and you can also just go to youhearbiggirls.com if you just want to look at all the pictures that coffee life or attack on mom life as she's known on tumblr and twitter took at the event and there's very very many of them and she kindly provided those for us I would highly recommend at least, yeah, watching the pictures and getting an impression of the final event. And if you want to have a little bit more information, listen to the live stream. It's up on our second channel. We'll leave a link in in the description.
0: Once again, we're excited to have members of the wiki team as our guests this month. And I think I mentioned earlier that the wiki is something I've known about and used for years, but knew very little about how it was operated or the people behind it. So I've been real excited to hear from you guys this month. So I wondered if we could just ask you some questions. We have some from Twitter, from Tumblr, and also I have a few of my own. But first, it might be good. Just go ahead and tell us, if you don't mind, what is the wiki?
2: I'm going to pull up the wiki's main page and just read that. (laughs) We are a community dedicated to the manga Attack on Titan created by Hajime Isayama, as well as its anime adaptation and all other derivative works. This encyclopedia is written by fans for fans, and everyone is welcome to participate. Edit the articles, upload your photos and videos for the series, or comment on our forum.
0: Wow, thank you. Let me go ahead and read this comment from Twitter. The username is, hmm, Bumsich? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. They write, (laughs) hi, first of all, I'd like to thank the entire Wiki team for their hard work. You guys are amazing. I'd love to know more about the people behind the account, how many people are part of the team, what's the reason you started the account, and did you ever think it would grow so much? I don't know if you guys have anything. I think you've answered part of that already about how many admins there are and hundreds of editors. Is there any more information you wanted to provide us about that?
3: Well, there are twelve staff members, so there there are five of us that are admins. We have a reporter role, which handles our social media, and the remainder of our staff are moderators. So the moderators bears handle content like what appears on pages, the discussions on our forums, and also our Discord chat. Beyond that, it's a community-run site, so. We don't track the number of editors. I mean, there are some that are not staff, and we see them on a regular basis. And some of them edit multiple times a week. Other times people just come in in once or twice, make a couple edits and leave. But we we know most of the people that are regulars. Our Discord channel has the uh, wiki editing channel for a reason. And a lot of the regulars will hang out on there so that they have access to us and say like, hey, you know, why haven't we made a page about this? And we'll be like, oh, yeah, we haven't had the time to get to it. Or, yeah, we think it's a page. Go ahead and make it because we know that these people are regulars and they know how we like things set up so they can go ahead and make the page on their own.
0: So when a new chapter is released, I know uh, most of my friends, we all start reading it, discussing it, talking about the specifics How is that different for you all when a new chapter is released? You mentioned before, I didn't know this, that you lock the channels temporarily until the full chapter is released. What other things might be different?
3: Well, because the wiki is supposed to be an encyclopedia for the official translation, I mean, the primary reason for locking everything down is we don't want people to add information that may need to be changed a few days later. It's sometimes more work cleaning up after someone who's made a bad edit than rewriting from scratch. There are some people that don't want to read the leaks. They want to wait till the official release comes out. And this way, they're able to avoid spoilers. Because we do have some people who want to talk about spoilers, our Discord channel, as soon as the leaks come up, our Discord opens up a spoiler channel for people to chat. So everybody who wants to talk about spoilers does have an outlet for it. They can just go over there and chat about it and there's even a a spoiler wiki editing channel for people to discuss ahead of time. Like, hey, do we need to make character pages for these new characters that showed up? And like, Nitaku will make his uh, preliminary list of characters that appeared in this chapter (laughs) and add it to the spoiler (laughs) editing.
2: (laughs) We also, something we've had to do before is not only lock the manga pages, but we've had to lock anime pages before because when people see that they can't edit the manga page with the spoilers from the chapters, they'll put it on the anime page instead. Like, oh. <laughs> like no joke, The when chapter 105 came out and Sasha died, mm. spoilers for anyone who hasn't read the manga. <laughs> uh, Wrong but podcast. When, that came- <laughs> <laughs> when that chapter came out, we locked Sasha's page, and so someone put her status on her anime page as deceased, and we had to go reverse that and then lock that page so that no one would try changing it back to deceased
1: how often does that happen
2: not too often but like even when there aren't spoilers like every now and then like someone would go to armin's anime page and try and put that he was a that he was the colossus titan and we'd have to go and revert it someone would try and put something in Zeke's page about him being Aaron's brother or something.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we had a lot of of those. But at least with the the new manga leaks, it's not a... We do have we have a warning that goes up. As soon as the leaks come out, we have like a, a red flag that goes up on, on the wiki. Every time you try to make an edit, it'll tell you, warning, do not add, add anything from chapter, insert latest chapter number, there until it has been officially released on Amazon Comixology and Crunchyroll because we, we're just telling people ahead of time, like, don't do this. And usually people are pretty good about it if a page slips by our, our, our locking Sometimes maybe it's like an event page or something and someone we'll try adding something early or they may try creating the chapter page a little early.
1: So how much work uh, is it to keep like everything accurate and up to date? How much effort goes into that and how many people are needed for that after a new chapter releases, for example?
3: I think the wiki tends to be pretty self-correcting because people will have not just the staff members, but people will read something and they'll be like, that's not right, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then they'll go and fix it. And and I mean, sometimes you end up with like an overly enthusiastic newbie who hasn't gotten the hang of referencing yet. Because one of the things you'll notice when you go through any of our articles is that every every statement should have a little like oh number in brackets after it. That when you mouse over it, it will tell you the chapter or the episode that this information is being pulled from. Most of the I would probably say for like 80, 90% of the uh, wiki, as far as it goes as the manga series, there is, those references are in place. But sometimes you have someone who's new when they come in and they don't think to add a, a reference. So they just add something. And it might be something that actually belongs on that page. It's just they forgot to reference it. And if I see one of those while I'm following the activity feed, I'll generally go in and I'll either fill out the reference if I know offhand, or I will leave an unreferenced tag after it. And then, and if I'm lucky, someone else will come in after me, see the unreferenced, they're like, oh yeah, I know where that comes from and they'll fill it mm-hmm. in. It's really great when I mark up a paragraph as needing references and then someone comes in later and just fills them all in <laughs> because <laughs> cause somebody probably knows.
1: That's good and you don't have to spend more time on it.
0: I love that so much about like, there's, I can't tell you how many times I'm working on a meta and especially in those early chapters, trying to remember when a certain thing happened. And absolutely, I go to the character page on the wiki, I look to see where in the story that happened, and then I find the chapter that I need, and then I can go grab my screenshot. So I really, really enjoy having that as a resource. If I'm actively answering asks, that's open in one tab while my Tumblr account's open in the other.
3: And, I'm glad that's useful. Thank you.
1: And, and what's the status on like? spin-offs or side stories like choice with no regrets or lost girls or even maybe before the fall are you guys just as meticulous with those stories or
2: i'm not (laughs) but many of our editors are
3: yeah the thing is the wiki is entirely volunteer run so generally the pages that get Mm. the most attention are the ones that certain people feel passionate about like I don't read junior high, so I don't don't do any of the edits on there, but there are a lot of people who do. So the junior high pages have profiles and chapter summaries, but they're all done by people who are more interested in the series than me. On the other hand, I like books a lot, not just manga. So most of the work on Garrison Girl or the Harsh Mistress of the Series books was done by me.
0: So I don't keep up with the spinoffs at all, but on Twitter... Uh, Zach Yuri asked, since AOT story is coming to an end, will the manga AOT Before the Fall come to its conclusion as well? Will there be an anime for AOT Before the Fall? Now I know you guys can't answer that, but you certainly can gauge how much interest there is on those series, how much activity is around those. I guess the, the first question was, is AOT before the fall coming to a conclusion as well. And you told me that that's already complete. Is that correct?
3: It, it already wrapped up in Japan and we'll be getting the final volume in English next month. Any chance we're going to have an anime? I think if they really want to mine that Attack on Titan popularity, that it's a possibility they have enough material to work with. I just don't know whether they will.
2: I'm actually surprised they haven't tried greenlighting an anime for it yet. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they do make one eventually.
1: Do you think it would be popular?
2: It it wouldn't be anywhere near as popular as Attack on Titan's anime, but especially if they greenlight it after the final season, like they could probably get a pretty huge fan base, at least for one season, just of, of people who want that like nice hit of Attack on Titan, whether or not like, they green light a second season and are able to bring as many fans back for that second season is a different question, but definitely if they were going to green light, like let's say one core 12 episode before the fall anime, they could probably get a pretty decent number of viewers for that.
0: Well, yeah, too. And then it would serve to boost the manga, which is what most one season animes do anyway. Right. So uh, before the fall has, has 17 or 18 volumes, like you said, certainly enough for a couple of seasons. Oh, that's,
1: quite a lot yeah. more than i thought there yeah, would be yeah
0: it's it, it's been going on forever i mean i i own the first two or three volumes uh, i plan on catching up so if i'm indicative of any attack on titan audience member if the anim- i would be interested in first of all catching up with the manga and seeing an anime of it
1: okay something that i was really t- when we managed to get you guys for this month's podcast was um You've also had your fair share of criticism, uh, especially because well, I remember a lot of people complaining that whenever you Google Armin's name, it, it always came up as a spoiler that he was already the Colossal Titan. We actually got a question about that on Twitter. A zombie Hunter asks, has wiki team considered making the wiki more spoiler-friendly? Sometimes the wiki is second to YouTube when it comes to spoiling anime-onlys. For example, the anime wiki has anime in brackets and titles but the manga doesn't have manga in brackets just one examples of possible remedies though what are your thoughts on that neat
2: well zombie haunter (laughs) i don't take kindly to these accusations (laughs) you're making in all seriousness there's not really much more we can do we've I I think it was about 2 2 years ago maybe we completely revamped the wiki. We split every single character's page into a separate manga and anime thing. And the reason we don't have manga in brackets for the manga pages is because we sort of consider the manga to be the like prime canon material while the anime is sort of a branch continuity. So we put brackets next to the anime characters cuz we're saying this is the anime this is the anime vari- variant of the original character which is the manga character or at least that's what that's how I view it. You could also maybe like ask Manuel why we don't put brackets around them. I don't I just don't think there's really much of a reason to. But aside from that we split every we split every characters and every character into a manga and an anime page. Then we went to the main To the main page, like if you go up to the navigation on our wiki page and you go to the top with the drop down boxes, like if you hover over the characters ones and you go to like the scout regiment, all the links under the scout regiment drop down are linked to anime pages rather than manga pages. If you click on the characters link, it takes you to a list of to the list of characters page for the anime instead of the manga. There's and once you go to that page, you have to click a, a separate link to go to the actual manga list. We've basically set up the wiki itself so that you have to you have to actively look for the manga for the manga version of things so that you actually have to try and find the spoilers otherwise you just automatically find the anime friendly version. I know that the way that people tend to get spoiled is they google stuff. They'll google yeah. They'll Google Armin R Alert, and the first result which will come up is his manga page, which is where all the spoilers are, which we can't do anything about that. We can't we don't have any control over the over the Google search algorithms. We don't really all we really have control over is how we set up the pages themselves. Google's just going to give you like the number one search result like the page, the, uh, the page that's on the wiki that's visited the most, like I'm gonna search it right now. You search Armin. Yeah, I just did. Yes,
1: <laughs> so I wanted to you see if it still said Colossal Titan, but it doesn't
0: anymore. I don't think it ever did. I have a, I can't imagine that, they, that, because it what- It did, yeah, it just, what- I think it did. What Google does is it pulls in the excerpt. So the first sentence yes. on that is Armin Arlert is a graduate. Unless the word Colossal Titan was the very first lead-in thing that the wiki had, you know, Armin Arlot is the Colossal Titan, it would not have shown up there.
2: Here's a better example. I just searched Colossal Titan in Google. The first search that, search result that comes up is the Colossal Titan's anime page. Second result is its manga page. Then the third result is Bertolt's anime page. So that's a bit better, of course, and you go even further down and you find YouTube videos talking about Armin's Colossal Titan explain, so there's YouTube. For well, you. even
0: the Google's people also ask, which Titan is Armin? I mean, it gives it away right there. So
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I see
2: that. People who ask, which Titan is Armin? Uh,
3: one of the things we did a few months ago is we added meta descriptions to a lot of the pages. So I imagine that's why when you search for Armin now, you don't see Colossal Titan, because the meta description doesn't mention that at all. It just says that he's ah. a and a childhood friend. So that was one of the preventive measures that Manuel put in a while ago.
1: You can't prevent everything. I mean, even now it says like um, his age, like in high pre and post time skip and his status being alive. So that already spoils something, right?
2: Yeah. If you're
1: an anime only. So uh, it's hard to prevent that, I guess. I mean,
2: probably what I'd like to get across strongest is... Don't blame us if you Google something and get spoiled. We have no control. We have no control over what what search result pops up first. That is not something we can control. So if you get spoiled, if you look up, if you were to look up, well, I guess it doesn't matter because like this podcast goes out to mostly manga readers. Yeah. So it's not me saying this isn't going to change much. But anyone who's listening to this, tell all your anime friends. Mm-hmm. Don't. Blame the wiki when you get spoiled by Google. (laughs) 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 Loud
0: and clear, Nate. Loud
1: and clear. (laughs) So uh, amongst uh, everyone who's working on this app, what has been the most debated decision amongst you?
3: I don't think it's that exciting, but one of the topics that keeps coming back to us as recently as a few days ago is what to call the final arc. We name all of the story arcs on the wiki, and mm. we've, a popular name that was floating around the fandom was calling it the Jaegerist arc.
2: But, Aside from the Marley arc, that one's official. Well, yeah, Marley yeah. arc
3: was official, but most of the time, Isayama doesn't name him. So we, we use a fan name that tries to describe what's going on. And a lot of people were using Jaegerist arc, and that was one of the uh, names that we were debating. But we kind of wanted to hold off because we were afraid that the Jaegerist might be less of a focus later in the, in the arc. And mm-hmm. I think that was the right call because now that we're looking at it, I mean, the Jaegorists are still in the picture, but everyone's talking about Aaron and, and, and Zeke, and they're not talking about the Jaegerists anymore. But. We still haven't decided to name it, and like this topic keeps coming back to us, like, every couple months, saying like, "So what are we going to call it?" Because right now it's unnamed final arc.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I joke about that sometimes in my head. I call this the unnamed final arc because that's what the wiki calls it. <laughs> but I do. I mean, this question gets asked on Reddit from time to time, and in the the you know return to paradise, um, Jaeger Brothers arc, the final arc. I mean, it's nobody has a clear consensus on what to call this. I think you guys are right to leave it unnamed final arc.
2: Yeah. yeah. And this is also like one of the first arcs where there hasn't been like a clear consensus on what to name it.
1: Mm, yeah, It's weird. Because it's kind of all, been all over the place, right? Like we followed yeah. Falco and Gabby for a while and then the focus was on Zeke and now everything is coming together. And it was also, I, didn't, I wasn't sure for a while if this was going to be the final arc or the penultimate arc.
0: I guess we're still not clear on that because calling it the final arc would make sense. But if we go on for another year, yeah. there may be a mini arc. No, if, it's
1: a, if it's just another year, this will be the final one.
0: Yeah, I like
3: this series, but I don't think it's going to go on past this arc. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the almost all the characters are in the same place. We're only missing like Historia, Levi and Hanji. And once those three eventually show up, then there's no reason to any, for anyone to ever leave where they currently are. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well annie too annie needs some resolution i
3: can't oh, see I, it I think, yeah, with her i'm sorry annie fans yeah. Uh, yeah annie's probably sitting in her crystal
1: somewhere far away y'all think she's coming out before like the final chapter
3: you know i kind of hope she does because there are people that have been waiting for her for so long and he actually brought her back recently even if it was just to show armin standing outside her crystal Well, obviously mm-hmm. he wanted to remind her that he has uh, remind us that we he has not forgotten her.
0: I I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but this chapter marked the um, Annie is now officially been out of the manga longer than it took to reveal the basement. So she has surpassed the basement as the longest running story. And, you know, that needs to be tied up. So congratulations (laughs) to Annie. And she has now officially been in that crystal longer than it took us to discover what was in the basement. Congratulations.
1: So we did discuss this a little bit before in uh, before we started recording the podcast, but can you tell us a little bit about uh, what the most popular pages are and your reasons on why you think they are the most popular?
2: All right, I don't know if these are like by far the most popular, but some of the five like that the wiki lists lists as the most popular right now are Mikasa, Zeke, Ymir, the founding Titan, and Aaron. And those are all the manga pages. Those aren't the anime pages. Hmm. So I guess I guess Google's out there spoiling more people.
0: <laughs> Do those surprise you or is that pretty consistent with what you've seen?
2: Like Zeke, Mikasa, and Aaron are pretty consistent, but it still surprises me, even though Zeke is a consistent one, it still surprises me that he's popular at all, like as a search result.
0: I'm really surprised that Emir's on the list. Unless this season's Uh, anime.
2: And that's that's for listeners, that's our Ymir, not Ymir Mm -hmm. Fritz.
0: Unless she got a boost from the anime, people, you know, hitting the page accidentally after.
2: (laughs) That that might be it.
3: Yeah. Because she doesn't have a last name, if you type in Ymir, she'll be the first hit. Mm.
2: (laughs) This doesn't have as much in. Importance because this can this change is much easier. But uh, the wiki also keeps track of the pages that get that like the most people edit in the past few days. And right now, the most popular ones are we just start we just created a page for the current battle going on, and we're calling it "Revenge for Liberio. That one's the most popular like edit right now. It's got five different people editing it. Then after that are Grisha's anime page. Kruger's anime page, Peak's page, and Marley's anime page.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Everyone busy at work, yeah. updating. It's exciting. So we had a question come in from Tumblr from somebody whose username is Translated A, either transladata or Translated A. I <laughs> apologize for mispronouncing. Uh they wanted to know who are your favorite voice actors working on Attack on Titan and how much do you know about them?
3: I'm not generally like uh a fan in that I, I follow a lot of uh, a given voice actor's activity out, outside of voice acting. But generally, I, I like to see like, oh, who, what other voices did this person do? And this, and despite the fact I'm not a huge Aaron fan, I do like Yuki Kaji. I think mm-hmm. overall, he's done mm-hmm. a lot of, yeah. of roles that I like. It's just that Aaron's not particularly my favorite mm-hmm. of them. How about you, Neat?
2: The obvious one is Moses because he voices himself. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I am with I'm
0: Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Luna, is neat reminding you of that a one's... slightly tamer jarth? So are you are you getting jarth flashbacks here at all? I
1: am literally like banging my head. <laughs> yeah.
2: Then it's working. <laughs> this is staying in. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually am with Lai. I like Yuki Kaji a lot in no small part. Like do have either of you uh, ever watched Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? It
0: always comes Sorry, back you know? to Jojo. <laughs> always. <laughs>
2: always. Yeah. I've seen a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- that, that series is a big part of why I like him so much. He voices a character on their call named Ko- Koichi Hirose. And that character's, voice like the voice Kaji uses to portray him is so incredibly high compared to Aaron's that like it's (laughs) insane that he has that much vocal range. So that's a big part of why I like him. Like I think he's genuinely talented. And I'm also a big fan of Zeke's voice actor Takahito Koyasu, also because of JoJo because he voices he voices the one and only Dio.
1: Mm. And do you know anything other than the other anime's they're in or
2: no I don't know anything about their personal lives I just know a lot about the roles they have and like Attack on Titan has a lot of really talented voice actors Mm. in it so like it's 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 sort of like an embarrassment of riches almost because so many of them are so good
1: yeah I, I would have to fully agree yeah
0: I guess we forgot to mention in the news section that um, Yuki Kaji got married this month. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh, he married uh, Ayana. Another voice actress. I thought it was interesting that in her contract, it was stated that she was not to marry until she was 30 years old, and she just turned 30. Yeah, on her birthday, they got (laughs) married. Can you imagine it being in your contract that you can't get married? I just, that kind of stuff blows me away. I know that goes on in Japan. I uh, was just like, wow, <laughs> you have to live with
3: that. That sucks.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy for them, though. And uh, I did listen to radio broadcast where he mentioned his marriage. And I, I just, I'm very happy for him. I'm glad. I'm glad that that worked out. He's also my favorite voice actor from this. Cause, I mean, how do you choose between the Attack on Titan voice cast when it is literally the dream voice cast? When you've got Daisuke Ono and, you know, Conway. I mean, just all of them are exactly who you want to have in your series. I particularly
3: thought Romi Park was inspired casting given that Hanji had the whole gender confusion going on and the uh, manga and Romi Park voices male roles.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but um, on Tumblr, my friend Suki recently translated a couple of radio interviews and things where Romi Park talks about having to voice a character without gender or you know how that comes into play when she's actually voicing the role which i thought was interesting
2: was she talking specifically about hanji when she was ta- yeah
0: yeah she was talking it was an interview about hanji and about hanji's lack of gender and you know how she has to think about ah. that when she's doing the voice we'll we'll link to that in the description as well we'll add a link to that interview with hanji since it came up
1: we've mentioned the, uh your twitter the tackle tight and wiki twitter and also your discord do you want to give like a little pitch why people should follow you or join your discord? You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoy that. We'll leave a link <laughs> <laughs> below anyway. So <laughs> jokes on you.
2: <laughs> Send all your hate mail to Manuel. <laughs> Or Ahmed,
0: I find I find your Discord to be the most terrifying Discord. I think I, the, the the two terrors for me as somebody who interacts with fandom, posting to Reddit and making sure I have the right flair, and um <laughs> and posting in the in the wiki Discord because it's just so structured, like it terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> like I just want to say hello, and I'm like I don't know which channel to go yeah. to. Uh, and really yeah. isn't a hello channel.
3: We don't have a general channel because we we've realized in the past that if one exists, 90 percent of our moderation work would be in the general channel. So just to make it (laughs) uh, just to make our staff sane, there's no general channel and because we want to make it anime friendly, we we intentionally break up our discord into manga friendly channels, anime friendly channels and spoiler friendly channels for people that want to talk about the leaks as, as soon as possible. Yeah, we're trying to maintain that divide where people can talk about uh, with other people who have the same level of knowledge as they do.
0: Mm. Well, I do appreciate it more now. It just, it's a little different from the setup of a lot of servers, but I, I understand the rationale behind it. And, you know, once once you figure out where you're supposed to be, Uh, And I will say that the few times I've had questions, I think I've always asked Salamander. He's been super quick to respond.
3: In addition to being our social media person, he's one of the chat moderators and he's on a lot.
0: Yeah, he's the person who's always there when I've never seen you in their room, which is funny. Yeah, I'm late night.
3: A lot of times when I'm on there, I'm the only person on.
0: (laughs) So so people will be like, yeah, I'm sorry. Are you one of the moderators? Can you help me? I don't see anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) The last thing that's become something of a tradition, our friend Polka has sent in another quick fire round. This will be number four. And basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to list two characters, and without giving it too much thought, you all just tell me which one you prefer. Okay. And we'll go in the order of Rune, Neat, and then Luna. So Rune will okay. always be first, Neat will always be second.
2: Story of my life.
1: <laughs> I just want to preface this by saying that Polka uh, completely missed our announcement of uh, the podcast and <laughs> made this list uh, very tipsy bordering on very drunk. Wow. So- okay. <laughs> well, that makes it special.
0: <laughs> All right, Gabby or Falco? Gabby. Falco. Falco. Porco or Colt? Colt. Galliard? Colt. <laughs> Wait, really? Luna? I just told you Colt is my third favorite character now. Okay. Pixis or Nile? Nile.
2: God. The uh, pictures,
0: Pixis. Aaron or Reiner,
3: Reiner,
2: Reiner,
0: still Reiner, Peak or Magath, Peak,
2: Peak,
0: Peak, Flock or Zeke,
2: Oh, it's tough flock. Yeah, Zeke.
1: Uh, I think I answered this
2: one last month,
0: but uh, Flock. <laughs> yeah, we answered this last month. I said Flock as yeah. well. Connie or Mikasa, Mikasa.
2: Why you do this to me, <laughs> Connie?
0: Connie, Jean or Sasha? John. John. Uh, Levi Jeans.
2: <laughs> I don't even know who Sasha, Sasha. is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So the next one is the Falco Titan versus the Derp Titan. I'm pretty sure the Derp Titan is the blood eyed one. So with that in mind, Falco Titan mm-hmm. or the Derp? one that
2: ate Mike. yes,
0: Falco Titan or Derp Titan.
2: Falco Titan. <sighs> <laughs> this, this one's actually hard. Derp Titan? Derp.
0: I, I'm, fan, I'm team derp as well. All right. <laughs> Levi or Hanji? Hanji. Hanji. Levi. Levi. Erwin. Okay. <laughs> answer carefully, you all. Erwin or Armin?
3: Erwin. Erwin. <laughs>
0: Neither. Luna, <laughs> give me this. Yeah. Irwin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, she answered <laughs> she <sure> right.
0: <laughs> Nicolo or Yelena? Nicolo.
2: The Chad Nicolo.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, this is tough. Oh, I hate both of them.
0: Yelena. Yelena. She can control her crazy crazy and Nicolo <laughs> is just a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, last one. Headless Aaron or gutless Sasha? Gutless
2: Sasha. I think I like gutless Sasha more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Headless Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. well, thank you for being such good sports and uh, putting up with me and Momtaku for like four and a half hours. Sorry. I think this is one of our longest podcasts. <laughs> well, thank you very yeah. much for having us. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I'm glad we got to come on on one where people are dying and Titans are tightening. Mm-hmm. It's definitely <laughs> been an exciting chapter.
1: Yeah, I think if anyone, yeah, this was really the chapter to discuss, I think, of all the
0: podcasts we've done so far. Yeah, there was no shortage of things to talk about. uh, Yeah.
2: It's just a shame that Moses didn't return this (laughs) chapter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And Reiner failed at suicide again. (laughs) Okay,
0: Okay, I'm going to have
1: a
3: flat forehead
1: if you keep doing this to me.
0: But can we just (laughs) talk about? Yes, Reiner (laughs) failed at suicide, but he was so good in battle this time. Everyone loves to talk about Aaron kicking his butt. I was so impressed Mm -hmm. with the Warriors this month. They really, like, Reiner was a beast, an absolute beast. You were impressed with them? So impressed. Weren't you? Not with Porco Porco so much, but but Reiner Reiner almost dead. Reiner. Peak almost dead. Reiner was carrying.
2: I noticed that too. Like, every Warrior is doing a better job. Dying than Reiner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my point my point stands. All right. So we'd like to thank our guests. And if you enjoy our content and would like to help offset costs, please consider supporting us on Ko-fi or Patreon. We'd like to thank our Patreons, Kenny H and Tietan Yeager for their support. You can also support us by giving a thumbs up, leaving a review,
1: subscribing to us, or just telling a friend if you enjoy your podcast. As always, thank you for offering your hearts and ears, and see you next month. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.
1: Is there anything else we want to mention about the chapter that we haven't discussed? Yes, no, maybe.
2: I just want to take this moment to throw a shout out to my boy, Moses. <laughs>
1: I knew it. I knew it.
0: <laughs> I will never see Moses the same again. You have, you have enlightened me. I am appreciative of Moses Braun now. He's mm-hmm. not a character I've thought about in four and a half years, but I'm thinking about him now. Hold on a second. Yeah. honey.
1: Is Moses the one in like, the very first yes. episode? Yes.
0: Yes, I thought that. Name, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: cold of Moses is growing. <laughs> You've turned her daughter.
2: <laughs> you should put a link to both his manga and his anime pages in the description for this podcast. <laughs> do, you, do
0: you personally um, edit those? Are those your those are your babies? I assume.
2: Uh, there's not a whole lot of editing that needs to go on with them. They're mostly completed, but I do consider them okay. my babies. Yeah, yes. are they
0: locked so that nobody can go in there and make changes? I'm asking for reasons. <laughs> <laughs>